Hello, everybody. Welcome back to the fourth One of These Days podcast. As always, I'm joined by Jack. What's going on, everybody? Signature awkward intro. Gotta love it. Yep. Um, love, the, love the pause in between. Yeah, it's just, uh, you gotta love it. Fan favorite. Yep, um, absolutely. Yeah, I think, okay, I think we're just gonna jump straight in today. Um, I've, I'm introducing a new segment. It's gonna be uh, in the news. It's so original. No, never done before, honestly. I don't so, think anyone's done a news podcast before. So no, I know. Like, we're yeah. groundbreaking stuff. Um, absolutely. Right, so the first thing in my notes that I've got uh, written down is, uh, we've started an Instagram. Wow. You should definitely go follow wow. at one of these days' podcasts, because one of the co-hosts, not naming names, definitely didn't follow it until two minutes before this started. So Hey, it's better than no minutes before this started, so I'd does, say that's probably a win. Um, I do. Yeah. So, okay. that That's out of the way. Good-o. Go follow that if you already haven't. Thank you. Um, next, Rick Astley, Mr. Rick Roll himself, has sung Charming Man with Blossoms, and it's breaking Twitter. What do you think of that? Wow. wow. I can't believe he did that. Um, uh, I haven't so, listened to it, but uh, that's, right, yeah. that's incredible. It's I might pretty, have to listen pretty, to it after good. this podcast. Everybody's, uh, yeah, they're raving about it, mate. Um, I might have to listen since, to it after this podcast. Since you're such an uh, anti-Smiths, um, avid anti-Smiths poster, uh, or commenter at least, mm-hmm. uh, you should be chuffed with that. Um, ah, no well. Rick, yeah. Rick Astley could save it. He could, he could. Anyway, on to the big news this week. Rolling Stone have uh, released their revised version of the top 500 songs. And songs? Songs. So, And it's pretty bad, I'm not going to lie. Is it? It could be Why? worse, but it's it's not the top 10 or like the top anything. It's what they've left Is out. Is the same? The issue. No, it's not. It's uh, quite different. But is the uh, top 10 the same? No. Ooh, there, really? are, there are a couple of songs that have um, stuck around but moved places. I don't think any what's, song is in the same position. What's the earliest? That, what was first? It was Like a Rolling Stone, wasn't it? Yeah, Like a Rolling Stone. It's now Respect by Aretha Franklin. So. Really? They really simp for Aretha Franklin, I feel. like. Yeah. Um, well, it is kind of revolutionary, to be fair. So I suppose. I, I don't know what my favorite, the best song of all time is. Favorite song is not the best song of all time, which is "Over the Hills and Far Away." Um, yeah, I'm not sure. Yeah, well, right. So I've got some notes here about the list. I gazed through it. Uh, so if if I missed anything, I apologize. I did look at everything, but I might have uh, zoned out and missed something. Uh, so mm-hmm. uh, I'm going to start with the positioning of certain songs. Uh, Wish you were here. Where do you think that ranked on the top 500? I'm going to say maybe around 200, maybe like 210. It's 302nd, which I thought was outrageous. Uh, I personally, eh. personally, it's a top five for me. But Not my favorite from them, to be honest. I'd say there's a fair few Pink Floyd songs that deserve to be ahead of it. Is it the highest ranked Pink Floyd? No, uh, right? No, it's not. This leads me to my next point. Comfortably numb. The only other Pink Floyd song on the list... Really? Um, yeah, five hundred. So wow. Out of five hundred, there's only two Floyd songs. Where do you think "Comfortably Numb" num ranked? Uh, I'll say it ranked one fifty. Well, you've you've been generous there. It ranked one seventy nine. Personally, <laughs> oh, generous. Well, yeah, generous. Well, 
Um, personally, I, I think, think I, I know why. I would have put uh, Wish You Were Here far higher than Comfortably Numb, if you've seen my latest TikTok that I mm. uh, rather screwed because... I would have to disagree. Jeez, controversial. Well, you screwed it, you did, but you know. I did. I put Dark Side of the Moon, uh, like a photo of Dark Side of the Moon, over Comfortably Numb, so that was that was the first cook, so... Yeah, I'd have to agree that Comfortably Numb is higher, but um, I think another reason why there's like not many Pink Floyd songs is because their songs are all part of concept albums. Like they feel kind of out of place if they're not in the in the concept albums. Like there's a lot of Pink Floyd albums in the top 500 albums, so that that pretty much explains it there. Rolling Stone is just avid haters of Pink Floyd singles, you know. Ah, uh, yeah. Well, anyway, oh, fair enough. Uh, okay, Wonderwall. I'm surprised it was on the list. Mainly because uh, they just they influence. just don't they don't recognise Oasis in any way, shape, or form. Where do you think Wonderwall ranked? Uh, Forty odd British people are fuming. Uh, <laughs> uh, maybe like I don't know, fifty. Fifty. Okay. Well, I was surprised where it was. It was ninety fifth, but I'll wow. take it because they've cracked the top hundred. Um, yeah, that's fair. Don't know if they cracked the top hundred last time, but um, I'm chuffed. Um, and he's Zeppelin. And then, uh, I'm not going to get you to guess this next one, but it's a significant uh, movement on the list. Uh, it's Hey yeah. Jude. Last time it ranked 8th on the all-time. Um, Higher? It was 8th, and now it's dropped to 89th. Fuck me, okay. I don't... I, mm. that's, that's rough, man. In my opinion... I've had a little bit of a resurgence since the last yeah. time. I wouldn't have uh, particularly put Hey Jude at 8th in the first place. I don't think it's their best song. Uh, yeah, I, I wouldn't put it at 8th, but I wouldn't put it that high. I wouldn't put it at 8th high, but I wouldn't wouldn't put it 8th either. So I think it's probably floating like... somewhere around the 50 mark for me, 45, 50. Mm, I feel like it, yeah, probably deserves about 50. I'd say there might be a few better Beatles songs. Uh, I can't really think of any, but yeah, there probably is. Off the top of yeah, my but... head, sorry, you go. I suppose influence, I guess, kind of helps with the eighth. Um, obvious. I think Hey Jude could be the most influential Beatles song. I can't think of any more. Maybe like Yesterday. Mm. I think influence plays, uh, plays a big part in those sort of lists. I haven't seen the list, obviously. Well, I mean, I feel like for Aretha, uh, Aretha Franklin, rather, um, that would probably, probably influence would be a big part uh, of that. As good of a song yeah. as it is, I feel like influence definitely played a part in that. Um, Brent Franklin was their number one singer, right? Um, I don't know. I haven't looked at the lists, but I'd yeah. imagine she was probably up there. I think um, she was one. I can't remember. Now, okay, that's that's all the notes for ranking positions I put. What about but, Led um, Zeppelin? Led Zeppelin. I was going. I off the top of my head, there was only two that. Um, I imagine Stairway and it was, it was Stairway. A little love. Forty. 40 mark, and it was Cashmere yeah. somewhere. Ah, Cashmere. And I was I'd say of... Cashmere probably deserves to be around 50. Right, yeah, so do I. Um, yeah. But yeah, I don't know. I was surprised a couple of other Zeppelin songs went in there. But um, mm. yeah. Um, now I've gone for notable snubs from the list. Ooh, okay. um, so now I've, I've got about a list of eight here, and you've got to tell me whether you agree or disagree with them. So, first, uh, first, first snub I've gone for is "Time" by Pink Floyd. Agree or disagree? Uh, maybe in the four hundreds, I guess. Jeez, 
Um, I agree. Still, I don't think it's a snub. I don't think it's as iconic as Wish You Were Here or Comfortably Numb, but um, yeah. I still feel like it deserved to be in the top 500. I feel like it is probably one of the Pink Floyd songs that works by itself. Um, yeah. I have to think that is a bit of a snub, maybe. Now, the next two are probably going to be a bit um, biased, I'd say. Um, mm-hmm. But I've gone for Don't Look Back in Anger by Oasis. Uh yeah, I think that probably also deserves to be in around the 400s. I wouldn't expect um, maybe it to be any higher than 400, but um, I, I, if yeah. it was to be there, I feel like it'd be 500 to 450, because realistically yeah. speaking, I don't think they're going to put it any higher than that, but I was disappointed in not Cal's to be there. Listing. I was, in, in my listing, it's, know, again, top 10, but what would I know? Yeah. Uh, number yeah. three, I've gone for Live Forever, but I don't think it has the same credentials as Don't Look Back in Anger. But, um, yeah, I would say probably does not deserve to be on deserve to be on there if if, if it had to be like five hundred. It's like it's the the song, so I don't know. Yeah, That's probably just the not influence. as not as popular. I feel like popularity uh, obviously plays a big part. So I feel like don't look back in anger probably takes the cake there. Yeah. Don't look back in anger. Um, like Wonderwall, both off Morning Glory, they're most popular. So I feel like just the album that Live Forever was on kind of uh, didn't really help its case. So mm-hmm. um, number four for the snubs, I've gone for a whole lot of love by Led Zeppelin. So you mentioned that before. Yeah. On there. Um, uh, I thought it should have been on there. Um, yeah, I feel like that's one of their most influential. Yeah, um, I, I feel like it's one of their better ones as well in terms of... Yeah. Well, it, when we talk about popularity and influence, I feel like that's the perfect like middle ground of the two yeah i think it should probably be in the 200s maybe i think there should be a fair few led zeppelins yeah yeah um now Um, unpopular pick here i've gone for little talks by of monsters and men um i think it's a underrated song underrated band in general really but um mm. when you look at the whole scheme of things on the list it seems like one of the songs that would be there but it just wasn't so uh, so, you'd have to have, like, a few monthly listeners, uh, sorry, uh, all-time listens on Spotify. Yeah, it's, it's definitely up, it's Many hundreds of millions. Um, yeah, I don't I know. Don't, I don't know particularly, but I feel like the influence was definitely there. This was one of the biggest songs of 2011, 12, whenever this was released. Yeah, I'd have to say um, at least 400s, uh, if it, if it was anywhere. Like, definitely low, not, not like 100 numbers, but, like... Yeah. Definitely four, five hundred to three hundred, I reckon. Um, the uh, I've got two, two more and a band. Um, so I've yep. gone for Rocket Man by Elton John. I feel like that was a pretty big snub. Not on there. Wow. Okay. There. What what Elton um, John songs do they have on there? I don't. I didn't see any. Um, wow. So I don't know if there wasn't any or if I was just blind. They might have had Rocket Rocket Man on there. I just I might have. Missed it, mm. but um, mm, if it's yeah. not on there, that's pretty outrageous, I reckon. Um, Elton John, yeah, definitely. one of the most iconic performers of all time. Um, I feel like Rocket Man's probably his most iconic song, would you say? That or, uh, definitely, yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, um yeah, yeah I, wow. I, thought, I thought Rolling Stone would have been onto that, but apparently not. Yeah, well, it's tough, it's tough. There's so many songs, you know, but it's hard to pick only 500, I guess. I don't know, I'd probably put it in top 200, maybe. The thing I don't get maybe is how they, get, how they put, like, 
no, no disrespect to these artists, but like Tyler Crater and Kanye and all mm. these modern rappers, like in like the hundreds and hundred and fifties, and then they miss uh, they miss Elton John. Like, if, you, if, yeah. if you're catching my drift, because I feel like on the on the grand scheme mm. of things, I don't think Tyler Crater is going to have the same influence as Elton John, and I feel like yeah, I suppose. Like, I don't know. Like, only time will tell, really. But um, I feel like Rocket Man's definitely going to have more influence than Earthquake, if you know what I mean. So, yes, we'll see. We'll, we'll just we'll have to see. wait and see, won't we? Have to wait and see. Um, second last song. Oh, last song. Um, I've gone for the less I know the better. Uh, didn't really know whether to include this one, but I feel like it had the case to be on there. Like, uh... but um. I don't know. I, don't I know. probably wouldn't say it's a snub. Oh, maybe it would. Maybe at least in the four hundred. Maybe not a snub, but I definitely feel like it could have been on there. Like I would have. Could been, have been. Like I, if I, I like looked at song. it and I saw it there, I wouldn't be surprised that it was on there. If you know what I mean. Yeah. I suppose I don't know what it really takes into account. Like, I suppose if you add like I don't know, you know you'd think Rolling Stone wouldn't be too keen on like sort of rap songs, but if if well, you put I'm, every single genre and evened it out, I feel like it probably shouldn't be on there. Yeah, well, okay. It depends who you ask again. Um, I feel mm. like Rolling Stone definitely have their certain pick mm. of who they include on the list and who they don't. But um, anyway, uh, and I've gone for a band here because I didn't see any of their songs. Doesn't mean they weren't there, but uh, I didn't see them and I feel like I would have noticed them if they were there. I've gone for the Arctic Monkeys because after releasing an album like AM, and even the first one, which I don't think was as influential, or even yep. um, my favourite worst nightmare, I feel like they would have had at least one song that could have cracked the top 500. Do I want to know? 505. Yep. Um, any of them, really. I feel like the influence is there. Um, definitely the popularity as well. So yep, That's that's fair enough. Could, could be something um, against uh, British people. We don't know. Is yeah, maybe. No. They seem American. They definitely seem American. Yeah. I think they are. But any more uh, in your new segment? The new segment? Uh, no, that, that, that's what, all I've got there. Have you got anything to add? or is uh... Uh, Well, for my news, it's not music related, but um, this might be a bit of a tribute, but my favourite comedian ever actually oh. passed away, Norm MacDonald of Cancer. Um, he was one of my favourite, well, he was my favourite comedian. And um, yeah, it's just sad. So yeah. rest in peace, Norm. R.I.P. Norm, um, yep. from us over at the One of These Days podcast. It's a sad day. Yes. A sad day. It happened a couple of days ago, I think. But uh, uh, Yesterday. Yeah. I only yes. found out yesterday, a few hours after. I was I was shocked. I didn't even know. Yeah. Um, yeah. Very yeah. sad. Sad news. Um, right, moving on. Um, <laughs> that That's bad. I'm sorry. Uh, moving on. Who cares? Oh, jeez. I've been, I've been absolutely walloped here um okay so uh as always every week uh well not even every week it was a couple of days ago as of recording this um we give each other an album of our pick i got houses of the holy by uh led zeppelin and i gave jack uh the balcony by catfish and the bottle man and we've got the time between podcasts to listen and rate the songs and the overall album so that's what we've done uh, Jack, do you want to go first? Uh, 
I suppose I'll go first. Yeah, I'll yeah, go, I'll go first. Come unprepared, so I'm, I'm testing him here. I, I was only writing my notes about this album before we started recording, by the way. But, um, yeah, they they do know their sound. Is this... Mm. What what album is this in their discography? What uh, number? This is the first album. Yeah, so they do know their sound. I do like that. Um, But it is a little bit repetitive. I don't necessarily enjoy their sound. I feel like if you do it too much, it gets a little bit boring. And you did say that yeah. last... Yep. Last week, I don't think it's a particularly special album. Uh, I like the production on the bass. I think it's good when you can hear the bass pretty clearly, and you can on this album. And uh, I'm a bit of a stickler for that, so nitpicky picky maybe. Uh, Yeah, yeah. I definitely feel like the bass. uh, Hearing the bass can contribute a lot to a song, let alone an album. So it was nice to hear. It's, It's I've always really recognize it but it was it's a good thing to have in a lot yeah. of their songs well i feel it's true the album's at its best when they sort of use the guitar like actually when they play you the know guitar, they do wow. sort of solos no when, when there's like solos and a bit of lead because usually it's just like power chords and chords and shit but when they actually sort of you know have these guitar parts like uh lead guitar i do like it i think that's my say strength. Uh, particularly Tyrants. That's that's very nice. That's not my favourite song. Uh, you did predict this before oh, come on. Uh, the podcast started. It is Cocoon, which yes. is my favourite song. And my worst song Ooh, is Pacifier. Oh, jeez, rough. I've, I just don't think it's anything special. I've been pretty critical of that song in the past, but um, over the last couple of days especially, I've definitely come through on it. Um, Cocoon, I thought I was worried. I was, like my TikTok had uh, kind of ruined it for you, but um, no, it's yep, okay. You, you've, you've it's, stayed, it's, it's got a bit of nostalgia from FIFA 15 as well, though. Yeah. So that was, might play a part. But it is a good song. Was Pacifier not in FIFA 15? I don't think so. I think but Fallout Two, Fallout sounds familiar as well. But it's not. A, it's a weird placing in the album and Fallout. They're both very similar songs, like in terms of like sort of the verses. Very Fallout, similar. Well, that's a, uh, another TFCAL classic. Is um, it? Yeah, yeah, I think that's where I've heard it from. Um, but Fallout's kind of... It's a it's like a Wish version of Cocoon. It sort of like shouldn't probably come after Cocoon because I think it's Fallout's just like too similar. Song on the album. Um, that, I feel like that, either way, Cocoon or Fallout could definitely be interchangeable. Yeah. Have you have you gone for a ranking of every song or can I quiz you on one? Uh, no, I have ranked every song. Okay. Uh, do you want to... Do you want to go through the list and uh, tell us? Uh, I won't. I won't go through the list. Actually, I will. I can't. Okay, okay, I haven't do done it. this before. Oh, I'm, I'm going to do it. I gave, so you do it. I gave Homesick a five out of ten. Oh, jeez, that's crushing. That's probably. I don't think that's it's probably that's my favorite good. song at the moment. Really? <laughs> See, not, sorry. Not, not so much the verses, but uh, the, the chorus. Oh, jeez, it's just built different. Kath- Kathleen a six out of ten. Yeah, I, I overplayed the song. I yeah, not really? a fan. No, oh, I'm not not a fan, but not huge on it at the moment. I think this is one where the production on the bass is actually good. Yeah. Uh, I think it's, I think uh, it's just like the lyrics. Yeah, yeah sorry. Cocoon. Cocoon, yeah. I've given an 8.5 out of 10. Oh, jeez. We're disappointed. <laughs> okay. Really? Well, okay, I don't know. No, I, no, I'm not disapp- very good at rating... The, your top song's at 8.5. This is... Oh, no. Oh, dear. Actually, you know what? I'm going to give it a 9 oh, out of geez, 10. Oh, yes. Good stuff. I'm putting it up stuff. to 9. He's you, a half glass full kind yeah, of guy. You peer pressed me to make it a 9, and I've done it. Yeah, so You're welcome, Van McCann. Uh, Fallout, I've given seven and a half out of ten. Uh, not as, okay. not quite as good as Cocoon, okay. despite yep. the similarities. Yep. Pacifier, which is my worst, is also a five out of ten. Okay. It's it's just mediocre. Yeah. Uh, I'll firm that. Hourglass, a seven out of ten. 
I'm not a huge fan. I think it's fan. a nice change of pace. I'm, yeah, I don't know. Right. I'm, a bit of a, I'm a bit of a sucker for a nice acoustic song. So, uh, business, uh, I've given a 6 out of 10. Yep. Which, uh, you predicted before this podcast that I wouldn't like it, but it's okay. It's one of the weaker songs, I reckon, on the album. Not, I think I think I like every song on the album, but I feel like it's one of the weaker ones. 26, I've given a 5 out of 10. Ooh, pain. Wow, okay. Uh, I think the intro is a bit crappy. Uh, Rango, I've given a 7 out of 10. Okay. Cocoon, Fallout, and Rango are probably my top three, so I'll stick that. That's decent, decent form for yep, you. Looks like that. Sidewinder is 7.5 out of 10. Alright. I like I like the guitar parts in this one. That's yep, yep. uh, the album's strength. When it actually does it, and Tyrants, I've given an eight out of ten. I like Tyrants a fair yes, bit. Nice, good stuff. Yes. Okay. Yes, and overview of the album, I'm giving it a six and a half out of ten. Jeez, rough. I think that's fair given it, my fair, ratings of the songs. But I'm going to cry myself to sleep because it's my second favorite album of all time. So. I just don't get rough. it. I I don't get it. I'm sorry. Jeez. I, I, you gotta you gotta like the taste. You gotta feel the taste to. Uh, oh, not the taste of the sound to really uh, enjoy it, I think. But um, not anyway, a huge fan. so I was given Houses of the Holy by Led Zeppelin. Uh, where where would you say this ranks on your all-time album list? So, like, um, well, actually, in my all-time Led Zeppelin list, I'd probably only rank it about... It's a tough one. I've never actually really ranked Led Zeppelin albums. I'd probably rank it about fourth... Maybe. There you go. Okay. I used to not really like it, but I do actually like it quite a bit now. Alright, okay. So I've I've gone down, I've put notes next to every song in a rating, so I'm just going to go down Ow. song by song. So, uh, first song was The Song Remains, The Same. Yep. Uh, uh, what I've put for the notes is, I didn't realise it was Robin Plant, see, Robert Plant, sorry, uh, singing until halfway through, so. Really? I, yeah, I thought it was, uh, I thought they had a, uh, they hired a woman. To, that sounded bad. They've only done that I once. They hired uh, a girl to sing on the song, but apparently yeah, they're, so. they're only done it once uh, with the Battle of Evermore. Fun fact. There uh, you go. Yeah. Um, only ever not had Robert Plant. Well, he did actually sing in it, but yeah. every other song's only Robert Plant. Nonetheless, I am a fan. Uh, I've given it an eight out of ten. So that's a good start. Uh, we like that. So actually, every, okay. Going back to the start, from every every week we, somebody said this, it's it's my week, um, I'm going to look like a simp compared to you, so there you go. <laughs> okay. Uh, the Rain That's song, good. I said musically speaking, it was a very good song, a very strong song. I agree. Um, could definitely see a stairway influence uh, from it though. Well, not though. Yeah. I could see a stairway influence. And from if it. you're going to be influenced from a song, you'd probably, not a bad pick. No, yeah, definitely. Um, I mean, one of the most iconic songs of all time I mean, not a bad That's thing a for, influence, but, um, I've, for the rain song I've gone 7 out of 10 okay that's fair um, I think it's probably not quite the weakest on the album but it's probably not one uh, of the no, strongest not, not the weakest not the weakest um, now here's the one you've been waiting for Over the Hills and Far <laughs> Away uh, you've already told me your opinion on this one a fair few times I'm, I'm expecting disappointment here uh, I, okay uh, I've put down I feel like it's lacking something. I don't know what t- uh, what mm. though, but still solid. Mm. And I've gone six out of ten. Ah, uh, okay. Yeah, <laughs> that's that is disappointing. 
Uh, and then following it up was The Crunch. And I've probably put, the worst I've, one in the album. I've put two words. What do you want me? To, well, what do you think I've gone for? Oh, well, I'm assuming you think it's shit because it is the worst song what, in the what, album. What two words? Pick two. Jeez, I don't know. Two words. Just pick them to describe. Oh, no, the not good. Uh, I've gone pretty funky. Oh, okay. You like it? <laughs> yeah, I, I'm a I'm a half class full. I'm. I could have gone, gone pretty bad, but could have gone pretty good. So I've gone pretty funky because I thought it was funky. Okay, um, fair enough, fair enough. And, I think it is has a little bit of funk. But, I've, yeah. I've, gone, I've gone 7 out of 10. So oh, not, okay. Not, not I'd probably rank it about 5. Jeez, rough. Um, then we've got Dancing Days. Uh, I've put mm-hmm. solid. Best way to describe it, nothing revolutionary, but nothing was lacking. Yeah, it's definitely not the, the strongest on the album. Um, uh, one of the weaker ones. I've, I've stuck... Stuck to my uh, general consensus and gone for a 7 out of 10 here. Fair. Um, then I've gone for... Uh, not that I've gone for. Then the next song is Jamaica. Jamaica. Yeah, I think it's Jamaica. Yeah, I just... Right, okay. Uh, then uh, I've kept it short and simple here. I've gone a little bit kooky, but I was a fan. Um, and I've gone yeah, for 8 out of 10. I think it's good. Wow, eight. You're f- wow. Okay, I was. I didn't mind it. It was a bit, bit strange, but um, I, I, I digged it. Yep. Then we've got no quarter. What do you mm-hmm. think I'm going to say about this one? I think you're going to like it, or are you not going to like it? Ooh. Yeah. Big pause. Amazing. It's killing me. Sounds oh like yes. Metal Get in, and Dark Side of the Moon was one song. And they made Robert Plant sing instead of David Gilmore. Love the psychedelic sound. Get in. It's like seven minutes, isn't it? So it is. And I've gone for yeah. ten out of ten on this one. <laughs> wow! Well, not only have I gone ten out of ten, it's been added to the Chasing the Sun playlist. Oh, that is huge! That is I'm huge. very proud. Groundbreaking. Ground. Yeah. That is an amazing song. I am. I'm lost for words. This I, is a big I, I deal. I couldn't believe it. Um. Oh. Okay. Swiftly moving on, um, so I don't oversell it. Um, yeah. <laughs> I've gone for the uh, last song in the album is The Ocean. Just a good rock and, yeah. wrong, uh, rock and, wrong, rock and roll song, really. Felt the Zeppelin sound here more than anywhere else on this album. And yeah, I feel the... this is one of the strong ones. The Ocean, No Quarter, and Over the Hills and Far Away, the three strongest in my opinion. And I've gone for yeah. uh, 8 out of 10 on The Ocean. Fair enough. I think the ocean's one of my favourites. So, Zep songs, but I'm happy with no quarter. Yeah. Big. Uh, yeah. Uh, but unfortunately, enough for you. Uh, Over the hills and far away. Your favourite song of all time is my weakest link. Yeah, so, I I can't believe it. It's devastating. Yeah, devastating. But you did get you did get a ten out of ten uh, from a yeah, I'll take that song. Um, that so, makes up for it. Uh, my overall summary of the album I put was quite a fan of this album. I don't know what the general consensus of this album is, but my favourite or second favourite next to Physical Graffiti. No Quarter is go. a masterpiece, and it is the Throne to Cashmere as my favourite Zeppelin song. Wow, that's, that is big. That is big. Overall, 8 out of 10. Fair enough. Uh, yeah, the general consensus is that it's a decent album. It's just that it's not one of Led Zeppelin's best. I feel like it. I feel like it's very good, but I'd also have to agree okay, that it's so one of their best. Say we were doing um, uh, the... Led Zeppelin discography, rather, ranking. Uh, maybe say, next say, say I'm a... Maybe, maybe not. Say okay. I'm a mega Led Zeppelin fan, 
and you're yep. you're also a mega Led Zeppelin fan, which I don't think you have to change. Yeah, too that's much. that's I don't have to imagine. Yeah, really. Um, where like where would the average super fan rank it? Do you reckon? Would it be about what about you said? about fourth? About four or five, I feel. Um, if oh, I was, I won't rank them now. But the okay, gen yeah. the general consensus would be that Led Zeppelin four is first, and probably Led Zeppelin. Or maybe physical graffiti. Physical graffiti is like a bit of a controversial one. People either think it's arse or it's like their best. I reckon it's pretty good. I like it. Yeah, I like it. But um, people would probably say four and maybe physical graffiti and maybe three, then maybe two, then maybe Houses of the Holy. Yeah. So, right. yeah. This is, uh, yeah, this is definitely competing for uh, my favourite Zeppelin album with physical graffiti. Um, yeah. It's. I was pleasantly surprised. I must say, very pleasantly surprised. I was well, expecting good. pretty schmuck music, but um, I was I was wow. given a musical masterpiece. So. Well, I guess we'll move on to the next part of this segment. What are you giving me as my next album okay. to listen to? So, um, I'm giving you. It's a bit of an underground pick. Don't you wouldn't have heard mm-hmm. of them, I don't think. But I've gone for Shake Shiver by Art of Sleeping. Uh, right, okay. I put, I put some notes. Uh, put some notes here as well. Um, homegrown band out of Brisbane. Uh, this is their only album, and it's from 2015. Uh, quite a fan of their sound. Relatively underground band. Uh, between every song, there are only 17 million streams on the album. There you go. Wow. Okay. So, uh, so, yeah. so that's their only album as well. It's their only album. They got a couple of singles outside. Yes, yeah. but um, yeah, yeah, only album. Right. So. How did you find out about this band? Uh, funny story. Well, not funny story, just story. Um, I was <laughs> I was watching uh, the music channels like in the on the TV on Fox Cell. Um, wow. And it was on the alternative uh, like station, and I, um, yeah, I just saw it at like two a.m. And I'm like, yeah, that wow. is a good song. That is going on the playlist. So and then well, I listened to the album, and now we're here. Oh, that's good. Uh, okay. I'm happy to listen to sort of underground ones because uh, that means we'll never have to rank them in the future. So, uh, yeah, so the one I'm giving you is Ooh. Who Sell Out. Sell Out by The Who. Uh, the Who Sell Out by The, the Who. The Who Sell Out so. by The Who. Oh, yeah. okay, right. Okay, what can I expect for this album? It's a bit weird. A bit weird. Um, yeah, it's, it's, so the only, it's on Spotify, but like, it's like, uh, there's a few extra tracks, so I don't know. I'm going to have to go digging. It's basically a concept album, right. uh, but it's not really a concept album. It's like, the songs aren't really linked together, mm. but the theme of the songs is sort of the same. Like, they're not, they don't, like, lead into each other or anything, so, yeah. All right, okay, so this is going to be an interesting uh, listen, I think. Um, yes. Overall from The Who, I'm not like a, not a mega fan, but, um. I've got they've got some respectable songs I reckon in my opinion. Um, yeah, I was considering giving you who's next, but I didn't know if you'd listen to too many songs from there. It's probably what I've listened to the most to, so um, I'm excited uh, to listen to what's what's it called again? The Who Sell Out. Yep, the Who Sell Out. Okay. So mine was what was it? Uh, Shake, or, Shiver. Uh, Shiver, Shake Shiver. Shake Shiver. Shake Shiver by Shake Shiver. I'll save it. Okay. Okay. So that's that segment wrapped up nicely. Uh, last week, or not last week, 
God, I can't count. Just on on Wednesday when you heard it, we recorded on Tuesday, and then things kind of went to shit. Um, we said we would be doing the Gorillas discography uh, for the ranking, the episodely yep. ranking. Um, this was Jack's idea. I've I had not listened to every Gorillas album before this, uh, so yeah. it was a bit of a Gorillas day for me today. Um, but yes, nonetheless, um, I'm going to let uh, Jack take the lead because I'm not too uh, experienced okay. in the old Gorillas. So. Yeah, I am. I'm winging this a bit. I haven't actually written down any notes apart from just the bare, the bare list. Um, so You've been we're gonna for this podcast, haven't you? Uh, oh, I'd say I wasn't exactly highly. Uh, I know you're being sarcastic, but um, <laughs> I wouldn't say I was. I wasn't prepared. It's just that I. Uh, I didn't do notes last week, actually. So actually, yes, I did. The week before, I didn't do notes. You did more notes so... than me last week, probably. How many notes did you do last week? It was Oasis, well, right? So actually, well, well, I didn't do notes, but you were kind of innovative in the uh, old album ranking. You put actual rankings next to them, which kind of made sense. So yeah. Um, yeah. Uh, so are we starting? We're starting the ranking yeah, now. Okay. Uh, so we've got seven albums. Yes. Uh wait. Can you list them in order? Or um, if you okay, I'm gonna. Oh no. Finish. Okay. No. I'll, I'll know the order. Okay, I'll know the right, order. Okay. I'll, I'll get them up in case. Um, okay, so seven. All right. We'll, we'll, we'll uh, actually read out all the albums because there's oh, not too right. many. Okay. Yeah. Uh, so what we're ranking is... Uh, we're ranking Gorillas, Demon Days, Plastic Beach, The Fall, Humans, Now Now, and Song Machine Season 1. What we are ranking. Okay. And number seven on my list is the fall. Okay. Assuming good. you have I'm it, the fall, fall as well. Yeah. yeah, it's not. It's not. I think it's a good album, but it's not. There's not a lot of bangers. I, there are a few bangers, but um, unfortunately, most of them are pretty mediocre. And I don't blame it because it is literally just an album made on an iPad. I'm so, pretty yeah. impressive. They actually made it on an iPad, to be fair. Because yeah, on tour like, as well. Old old people in bloody iPads, I tell you. Yeah, oh, he was awesome. only about forty. Uh, yeah, that's, that's pretty old. Forty is forty is like <laughs> ancient for an iPad user. That's pretty. Uh, iPad. The average iPad user is about like seven. So fair enough. Yeah. Um. Well, I I've put a highlight track. I put Revolving Doors. I thought that was. Yeah, I'd have to say that is probably a standout. My favorite song off the album is Bobby from Womack. Fair enough. Hmm. Don't remember it off the top of my head. Sorry, not go. Bobby from Bobby. Sorry, sorry. It's it's Bobby from Phoenix, not Bobby from Womack. <laughs> singer Wormack. is Bobby Womack. Oh, or Bobby in Phoenix. All right. All right. The singer is Bobby Womack. Uh, rest in peace. Uh, it's uh, yeah. Bobby in Phoenix is my. Now this is a shambles already. This is, yeah. This is yeah. God. Okay. Number six. What have you got? Uh, I've got humans. Um. You have that? Uh, no, I've put the now now. Ooh, okay, yeah. Okay. Um, so humans for me, it's decent. I I like this album, of course, but um, there's not much Damon Albarn. It's just a lot of features. It doesn't feel like a Gorillaz album. Uh, it is a step down from uh Plastic Beach. Jeez. And uh, yeah, I just I think it's a bit of a sort of boring album. Uh, just there's no. 
there's no uh, Damon Albarn, so. Yeah. Um, I've put uh, the now now. Uh, yep. No particular reason. I just thought it was nothing special. Um, it's just kind of kind of a Gorillaz album. Nothing nothing too spectacular about it. I put a highlight track, and I've gone for yep. Lake Zurich. So um, uh, I'd have to agree on that one. Uh, just looking at the tracks on the album, I would have to agree that uh, Humility and Lake Zurich are probably my two favourites. Oh, okay. I haven't. Oh. My my five is the now now, so there oh, you okay. go. Right, okay. So, uh, have you got any more words on it? Um, I actually do like this. It's a big step up from Humans. I feel because obviously it has more. It's it came after Humans, so Humans came out in twenty seventeen. Now now came out in twenty eighteen. Um, this was the like the first ever album that Gorillaz made that I that came out when I started actually listening to them. So I do have a bit of a connection to this one. Um, but yeah, it's 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 a step up from humans. There's more Damon Albarn, uh, which is good, and uh, yeah, that's pretty much my thoughts. Okay, um, number five, I put uh, Song Machine season one. Yep. Um, uh, again, I thought I like the energy of this album. That's probably what I like the most. Um, yeah, there are a lot of especially yeah, from the vibes. opening track, um, Strange Times. I liked like that uh, energy. It brought a good good vibe. Yeah. You know? Good range of sounds as well. I feel. Yeah. Um, yeah. I haven't got too much. Oh, to probably say on that. probably should wait until it gets to mine. Uh, so my number four is their debut album, Gorillas. Uh, so feel like this album is good. It's a classic. This is where it starts to get into the real classic sort of albums for me. Um, so it's just sort of it's there. It's like. It's it's important. There are a lot of good songs, but it's just not as good as the others. Like there's there's a lot of songs on here that I feel are just sort of not doing it for me. Like just, New Genius yeah. Brother and Uncheck Gravity. Like they're not particularly good songs. Mm-hmm. Uh, so yeah, there's not too many on a scale uh, of bad a songs, debut album. How would you rate this though? Solid. It's very solid. I mean, obviously, I obviously it is a classic, as I said. Yeah, obviously, it's not not Damon Albarn. Albarn. I can't say his name. Damon Albarn's. Obviously, it's not. Obviously, it's not his uh, musical debut. He's done Blur and yeah. a number of other things. Yeah. But um, I feel like for the band, it was. Um, I'm not going to say too much. The project, I guess. You could but uh, as a debut album, it was quite, uh, quite acceptable. Yes, I, I would say there are a lot of good songs which definitely pick this album up to a very good status. Uh, Tomorrow Comes Today, uh, Clint Eastwood, and Rock the House are all very good. And 19, 2000. Yeah. So, yeah. What's what's your number four, or have you already said your number four? Uh, no, my number four is Humans. Um, okay. Okay. Uh, the, hi- the highlight I've gone for is... Uh, the Apprentice, and I. The only reason I feel like Humans is this high is because of the Apprentice. That song carries like you would not believe. It's a it's a T- TFCal uh, playlist moment, actually. So uh, really, the yeah. Apprentice, the, apprentice. Uh, the one, the one with that fella, Rag and Bone, uh, Rag and Bone, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah, it's decent. My favorite song from this album is, ah, uh, jeez, that's actually Andromeda, Andromeda. Okay, okay, so I don't think this is borderline in the classics. I feel like the top three are classics for me. So, um, yeah. 
But yeah. Uh, three, three for me is Song Machine. I think this is a very good album, and it's, it's so good, really. Like, you know, when they first started releasing the singles, like, every single they released was a banger. And, um, yeah, even the non-singles on this album are still good. Um, so, yeah, solid, solid. This Probably favourite song. This is the most recent release. Correct me if I'm wrong. Uh, yes, most recent release. I think there's another season two coming out in, I don't know, next year. Uh, favourite song is... Uh, oh, it's, I can't think of a favourite song, actually. Probably... Uh... SLA. I'd say is my favourite. Alright. Um, okay, my number three is... I've gone for Demon Days. Um, Ooh, okay. Only reason why is... Uh, I, I, I didn't particularly love the sound of this album. Um... I think it's iconic, and it's definitely a classic in terms of Gorillaz albums. Um, obviously, Feel Good Inc., I mean, iconic. Um, and another, it's a, still a popular song, but um, not as well-known as Feel Good Inc., uh, but Dare. It's um, Dare! It's a Dare. <laughs> well, so, yeah, I, was, I, I, I knew you were going to say that. I quite like that song. So. Yeah. Uh, overall, good album. Okay, my number two. Wait, is this number three? No, my number two now. We're up to number two. Ooh. Yes. Yeah. Uh, yeah. My number two is Demon Days. Um, it's just a very classic album. Like, um, obviously, it's got the big ones like, uh, you know, obviously, Feel Good Inc., Dirty Harry. Uh, ooh, what else? Uh, yeah. Uh, my favourite song from this album might be a bit of a weird one, but it is actually Demon Days, the song. Jeez. Uh, yeah, I don't know. I just love this song. Um, underrated ones. Uh, probably Fire Coming Out of the Monkey's Head. Um, mm-hmm. Underrated, in my opinion. Yep. Uh, Pro Green World, Kids With Guns. That's probably not underrated, but yeah. Yeah. Uh, oh. Most of this album is probably White Light. That's probably... Brings it down a bit, but yeah. Okay, uh, my number two have gone for Gorillaz. Um, I like. Okay. I was a fan of the sound of this album, to be honest. Um, uh, I feel like the opening uh, three songs, with the exception of number two, so one and three, uh, were probably the strongest. So rehash and tomorrow come today. Um, I, I <laughs> like the sound of these a lot. Um, and yeah, I feel like for a debut album, it's done pretty well for itself. Um, I've contribu- yep. I'm I'm not that big of a fan of Clint Eastwood to be honest. So I mean, it's doing Oof. pretty well to be up there without uh, that influence. Yeah, so, I feel like it might be maybe a bit overplayed. Uh, yeah, jeez, talent how it is. No, to, in your opinion, I think it's oh. pretty good. But, oh, jeez, yeah. no, okay, no, I see. Uh, so uh, both of us have only got one left, uh, yeah. and uh, we know what that's going to be. And it's yeah. Plastic Beach. It is Plastic Beach. That's correct. Um, great, great it, album. It was a bit of a no-brainer for me. Um, yeah. I feel like Plastic Beach was always going to win. It was going to be number one. It's the one that I yeah. really invested in before. Um, yeah. Well, before I got told to listen to the discography. Um, <laughs> yeah. Uh, you're obviously uh, but... more of a like, more of a fan of this album than I am. Uh, Absolutely. But um. I'm just going to say my highlights. Uh, Rhinestone Eyes, Plastic Beach, the title track, and On Melancholy Hill. So, yep. I have to say... I feel like they're three obvious picks, but um, I feel like they're yeah. obvious for a reason. 
I think there's a lot of good songs in this album. I probably couldn't list uh, all of them, but Rhinestone Eyes is probably my favourite. Plastic Beach as well, as you said. Uh, Pirate Jet um, and Stylo. Yeah. So, yeah, very solid. I was introduced even to some Plastic of the Beach weak ones. Mr. Bray here as well, so there you go. Yes. Yeah. Uh, even some of the weak ones like Cloud of Unknowing, which also has Bobby Womack, is decent. Worst song in this album, I think, by far, is Sweepstakes. Yeah, I can vouch that. Very poor song. I don't even know why it's on this album. This could have been like a perfect, perfect album if they just didn't have that shit on. But uh, what do you give? Yeah, up? probably being harsh on it. The album. Yeah. Oh, nine. Nine and a half out of ten, at least. Jeez. Uh, I think I'll, I'll probably only I can't let one eight, song bring it down yeah. too much. Yeah. Still okay, I guess. For as much as you hype it up, but uh. Yeah, it's probably not okay. It's it's no, no. probably too long and a bit. Jeez. Yeah, but you know, pretty cool, Jack. It's, uh, it doesn't ruin the album at all. Yeah, right. So that wraps up that segment nicely. I still haven't thought of what band we're going to do next week, so it'll be a surprise when it. Um, yeah, we'll have to be. We'll have to discuss after after this episode. Um, right. So now the next segment I've gone for. Uh, it's a new one, but it's kind of following on from everything else that we've done. Uh, I've yep. gone for. I've got a list of uh, six questions here. And oh, their music's biggest what ifs. So mm, I'm, I'm okay. gonna, I've I've thought about these because I've had time to, but I'm going to ask you these. Um, He's putting me on the spot here. I'm putting you on the spot because I want to want to hear how it is. Um, and yeah, so first one I've gone for. Uh, I should I should warn you a lot of these about uh, what if artists didn't die. So I'm warning you now. <laughs> okay. Um, what if Jimi Hendrix and Kurt Cobain were still alive? Yeah, I knew you would do the, the Jimi Hendrix one. I'll start on Jimi we Hendrix. We have kind of discussed um, that earlier in the podcast. Oh, I will. Actually, no. I don't I know think, if we I think we're just discussed playing Fortnite, it. But, um, we definitely <laughs> yeah. discussed it b- before. Yeah, um, we've discussed it. Um, I don't know. Hopefully, this could either go two ways. He ends up just making way too many albums, and they just end up being all kind of shit, or he... Really does, you know, experiments with all the new technology and makes genius stuff and keeps making genius stuff. Um, I feel like it would probably go the latter. So, yeah, I feel like it's very unfortunate. Um, okay, from my perspective... Kurt, okay, no, you can go. Uh, well, we're both to Jimi Hendrix at the same time. Okay, well, uh, Jimi Hendrix, I feel like his stuff was... I th- I don't think it was as easily, like... Not mess upable, but I feel like um, his guitar playing style in itself could have been just invented in a hundred different ways. So I feel like he could have kept going for longer. But um, yeah. I'll, I'll take the reins for Kurt here. Um, I feel like if he had of um, kept releasing music past '94, um, he I feel that Nirvana wouldn't have been as uh, highly regarded as they are now. Yeah. I feel like they probably would have. Uh, burnt out their reputation. Yeah, I thought like they probably would have overdone it. And uh, Yeah, that sort of alt-rock 90s sort of thing, uh, grunge sort of, I don't know, it sort of just got phased out by new metal, which sucks ass, in my opinion. So, I don't know, maybe they would have tried to do a bit more new metal. It's, um yeah, maybe one more Nirvana album, I feel, I, I could feel have like worked. I feel they probably would have gone too experimental for their own good, maybe. Um, yeah. Okay, I'm going to also pose this question to you. Who do you think would have had the bigger influence if they had it kept going? Uh, okay, actually, 
Okay, who do you think who do you think has a bigger influence from now? So so oh. now that they've both both died and how their reputation is at the moment, who do you think's had yep. the bigger influence overall? Kurt Cobain um, or Jimi Hendrix? I feel like probably Kurt Cobain for songwriting, uh and lyrics, you know. Um but Jimmy obviously for guitar playing is the most influential of all time. Is Kurt Cobain the most influential? A songwriter and uh, lyricist of all time. I, I don't, don't know. I don't Probably think not. he is. I th- I think he's definitely highly regarded, and I feel like he's more like recognizable than Jimi Hendrix is. But I feel like, yeah. in terms of what they're good at in their own respect, I feel like Jimi was better at guitar than Kurt was at songwriting. If you know what I mean. So. Yeah, I feel like Jimi's the most influential, greatest of all time. Well, Kurt, he's up there, but maybe not. Maybe just at the nineties, I guess. I, feel like I don't you, know. Though. You can definitely name better songwriters, and you can definitely name better, more guitar players. In IG, in Jimi Hendrix, Kurt was never a good guitar player in terms of like. Yeah, I don't think he's necessarily. Thing, but he was. I don't necessarily matters. That's my point. So, I suppose he sort of pioneered a whole genre, though, Kurt Cobain as well. Yeah. That, that gives him a lot of credit. Basically, invented, but he took it from, you know, being sort of underground to obviously the biggest uh, genre in the world at that time. So Then we could, I feel like yeah. we could ask the question, would a new metal have existed if he had a, hadn't have died? Um, that's yeah. I, I'm not I'm not too educated yeah. in the field of new metal, but... Um, it's like the bad ending uh, yeah. <laughs> with the not, new metal taken. I don't know. I, d- I don't know. So he died in 93? Three? Uh, started in 94. Yeah. IF, 94. Um, when did it start taking off, I guess, new metal? Uh, I'll have a look. I'll search it up. I'll be the research man. Uh, so new metal sort of... It was early to mid-90s, so I feel like new metal kind of came about a bit earlier. I'm, um, I'm, not, I'm not that... Um... And, like educated in the field of new metal. So for myself and anybody who might not know what new metal is, what would you, what are some bands you would describe as new metal and how would you describe oh, new metal? Limp Biscuit, Corn, uh, jeez. Like all those kind of bands, yeah. Yeah, well, yeah. um, what else? Uh, the two big ones, obviously. Yeah. Um, I knew, Even I knew Biscuit was regarded as new metal, but I didn't really. Would you count really Kid Rock as as new um, metal? I haven't listened to too much to Kid Rock, but he, from yeah. it, it sounds like he'd probably be the same yeah. kind of error as Limp Biscuit. Would Would you say uh, Creed? Maybe. I'm I'm or, not really listening to these bands that you've started talking about. Anyway, going back to my original yeah. question of who would have the bigger influence if they were still alive uh, and they had have kept creating, I feel I still feel like uh, Kurt probably would have had more of an influence in terms of like just overall influence because um, I feel like ne- never mind still would have happened um, and then in Euro obviously not as iconic nearly as iconic as never mind but it still had influential stuff on there. Um, yeah, and then who who knows? We could have had Nevermind 2.0. We could have had like yeah. a more iconic uh, album than Nevermind. We could have had a more iconic song than uh, Smells Like Teen Spirit. 
We never know. Yeah. Um, I guess. I guess the question is: Did grunge die when Kurt Cobain died? I guess I, I, grunge I feel sort like of it, midway I, through the nineties. It definitely did. I feel because I feel like he was he was the front man of grunge. He was the face of grunge. Yeah. And when he, yeah. when the face the face the front man of grunge is not there, then the genre is not really there as a whole. You can make the debate. There's still other bands, yeah. Alice in Chains, um, Smashing Pumpkins, yeah. all those kind of bands. But I don't think they really encapsulated um, what grunge was quite like Kirk Cobain. Yep. So, um, is that really bond. all we have to say on Kirk Cobain? Um, uh, yeah. Well, yeah. Um, for Hendrix, on the other hand, I feel like... Um, I don't feel... Like, personally speaking, as good of a guitarist and of a like musician as he was, he did do mm-hmm. a lot of covers, like All Along the Watchtower, but I don't think... Songwriting, that, yeah. Songwriting, I feel like that was probably his biggest downfall. I don't think he was gonna gonna make like a song as iconic as "Come As You Are" or "Smells Like Teen Spirit." Yeah. I feel like yeah. he was he knew what he was doing in terms of he was gonna get a song and make it better, uh, and he was yeah. gonna make it his own, which he did successfully. Um, mm-hmm. All along the Watchtower, he's made it better than the original, in my opinion. And um, yeah, but I don't know if he could have really topped what he did to All Along the Watchtower because I feel like that was just so... What's the word? It was so different at the time, really. Like In, in, a, in a world where Jimi Hendrix existed, that yep. was about as good as of a cover as you were going to get at the time, at least. So I feel yeah. like... I, who knows? Again... Um, it's a big what if, and that's the whole point of the segment. Um, yeah, who knew? No right we could we could have, yeah, that's right. There's no right answer. Um, he could have gone on to bloody make a pop punk album. We don't know, but um, I wish he didn't. But yeah, yeah, definitely wish he didn't. But um, no, I feel like where where their legacies ended was an appropriate time. Um, in terms yeah. of, I feel like their legacies are so. Uh, straightforward and untarnished in terms of they didn't yeah. really do anything too horrendously like bad because I feel like other artists have definitely done that. Yeah. Um, I um. Well, if you look at Hendrix's last album, what was what was his last album called? Uh, I think it was maybe a life. Uh, Jimi Hendrix. It was sort of without the rest of his uh the Jimi Hendrix experience. It was uh. Band of Gypsies, which isn't great. Uh, I think it's live Band of Gypsies. And I, do, I, I think you probably would have recovered really from work. that because I definitely because all artists have their highs and lows. But, yeah, but so he sort of died before he could actually do anything without the uh, experience, you know, with uh, the rest of the yeah. band. So again, who who knows? That's the big the big what if. Um, in terms yeah. of legacy now. I think I'm going to have to give the edge to Kurt Cobain just because of his pioneering. Um, you can make the same case to Jimi Hendrix. It doesn't really matter who you talk about. They're all going to have their own little um, influences. But um, And again, they're two different musicians. One's a guitar-wielding maniac and the other's a grunge superstar, whatever you want to call them. Um, but yeah, they're, they're, own, they're all the best in their own right to some degree. Um, so yeah, uh, 
end of that question. Um, if they were still alive, short an- short answer um, is I feel like they probably would have tarnished what they have because the vinyl was so short and sharp with their albums and what happened uh, was tragic. But I feel like any more probably would have hindered the uh, reputation. Jimmy, I feel like yeah. uh, he'd probably hit his peak, but we don't know. Again, it's all, all up in the sky. So, okay. Yeah. So, so what's so. what's is? Are we doing a few what ifs? Yeah, I got I got five more. Um, but that was that was good. That was a good good start. Yes. Um, what if the Beatles had reformed before John Lennon was murdered? Ah, uh, jeez, I don't know. I feel like it's uh, in the same boat as the other question. I feel like uh, it probably would have been reputation tarnishing. Uh, but again, it is the yeah. Beatles, so I feel like anything they would have done probably would have been loved by and adored by everyone. But um, Well, they definitely all still had the songwriting power at that time, I guess. So, yeah. I don't know. How would they work together is okay. the question. Not necessarily the quality of the songwriting. I still think that would be good. But yeah, how would they end up working together? That's the question. I don't. Yeah. Well, I don't know. Let okay. Let's set it. Let's set a point in which they uh, would have reunited. So let's go seventy-five. It's right in the middle between when they broke up and when John died. Um, so middle point. They've all started solo careers. I don't know about Ringo. I haven't really looked into his too much. But um, I feel like um, George would have demanded. Definitely would have demanded more. Um, what's the word, songwriting or, like, creative capabilities. Um, mm. I don't know. You're probably more of the expert in the field of this, but, I mean, judging from George's solo career, he definitely should have had more creative yeah. control over the Beatles. Um, yeah. Who knows if he had of had more creative control. Um, could, could have been a bigger band, a better band, so. Yeah, definitely. Um, well, obviously, I like his album, uh, all Things Must Pass. I think it's a great album. Um, so, yeah, I, I think a few of those songs were... A lot of those songs were originally wrote for the Beatles. Yeah. A lot of them are bangers. So, um, yeah, would they have worked with, like, as a Beatles song? Mm, I don't know, but... Yeah, it, yeah. They, they don't really give off Beatles vibes. That Like, they're, they're George Har- Harrison's solo stuff, and that's his yeah. own right. I don't think it's... Yeah. Particularly would have been a good Beatles album, unless they had to change yeah. it up completely and gone. Down that route. Yeah. Uh, well, either way, they would have existed. Uh, they do exist, and uh, that's that's all that matters, really. It doesn't really matter which it, artist released it, I guess. And it and it kind of it's under the same category because I don't really think Imagine would have worked as a Beatles song, and I don't think. Uh, mm. well, I, well, what do you think? I don't think it would have. I think it could have. I, I think it definitely could have. We definitely did see a lot of. Because obviously, it's really only John Lennon like playing the piano and. Everything and yeah. singing is obviously. Um, but, but I feel makes, like there were a few thing, sort of things at that time. Altered, what would have been altered about Imagine if they had have done it as the Beatles instead of just John Lennon? I like, don't know, really. I think would, they wouldn't have altered much, to be honest. Would the song have been changed, like the melody wise? Would Paul have had more like influence on the lyrics? Like what? What would have happened? I don't know. Uh, but... I don't know. I don't think much would have changed, to be honest. That's just my opinion. But yeah. yeah. Um, going back to the original question of uh, would they work together? I don't think they would have personally, because um, just again, I don't think. Correct me if I'm wrong, but 
John and Paul were still kind of had fallen out at this point. I don't know when they repair. Like they did repair towards the end, did they not? Like before a little bit, yeah, yeah, a little bit. So I feel like they, like, like let's just say everything was as is in. 1975, so they're still on bad terms, but they're in the Beatles. I feel like, um, yeah, I, I feel like the tension would have just been too much, and I feel like they probably wouldn't have produced um, anything near near their best. So, um, that, yeah. that's just my thoughts. What do you think? You're probably more of the expert in this, but um, yeah, I'd have to, uh, I'd have to think that they, they might have came out together and created something decent. I don't think it would have been anything groundbreaking, but they could have made something nice. Yeah, it's it's only just occurred to me when we say would if they did it like imagine as the Beatles or if they did all things must pass as the Beatles, they would yeah. have been released by the time this would have been happening. So they would have that in their own right. Would John Lennon have had or like Paul McCartney or George Harrison? Would have they had better songs to like to write as a collective, or would have they still only had the capacity to write what they? Uh, had in their solo stuff, do you reckon? Ooh, um, ooh, I don't know. I feel like they would, like especially Paul. Obviously, they would have been able to have. He would have been able to have a lot of his songs added as Beatles. Um, I feel like at that stage, I don't know how hardcore we're going with this sort of sticking together as Beatles sort of thing. Okay, if we let's were, let's just say, so they've okay, so. I'll set a scene. It's 1975. Mm. Um, yep. There's been like a hundred million pound contract, so they got 25 million each to get back together yep. to make one final album, and that's for good. Um, oh, okay, so there, wow. There no coming back from this. Um, yep. So 100 mil, make an album together. You got to make it. And there's no backing out of it. Um, yep. Don't care how much you hate each other. You just got to make it. So good work. Play with that situation. I think. Good work, I reckon. Um, obviously, you know, Paul would add a lot of his songs, John, a lot of his songs. Uh, John Lennon at that time was a bit weird in 1975. Yeah. I think, I don't know what albums were being released there. Maybe that wouldn't have worked, but Personally, I think Paul it, definitely it, it was... Probably past his prime at that point. So, I mean, I don't think his content would have been amazing in comparison. I feel like George probably had the most to offer at that time period, but... um. George, uh, George followed yeah, by well, Paul, followed by John and Ringo, just doing Ringo things. So, um, yeah, um, I think around nineteen seventy-five, he was released Rock and Roll, which is actually, I think it's decent. I can't remember much of it, but it is a decent album. I think. Yeah. Uh, it's actually one of his better solos. So, yeah, I don't know. Yeah. Um. Over. Wait. Okay. So, in conclusion. I th- I don't think uh, it would have been near as good as um, anything that previous release like Abbey Road or uh, Revolver yep. or Sergeant Pepper. Uh, I feel like, yep. in terms of reputation, I don't think it could really tarnish it because I mean the Beatles have got an unbreakable reputation. It would probably be clowned on a bit because, like as as it would be, but um, yep. in t- like I don't think it, I don't think it would be like. Yeah. Anything new. But we gotta consider the influences again. Um the gap between nineteen seventy and seventy five, there was a lot of stuff happen musically. So I mean there could have been some new uh, like a new genre spawned from it, so 
again, a what uh, if, yeah, so we don't really know, about if. but um, that's just my thoughts. Yep. Um, any Anything else to add? Um, not really. So, um, the next, the next one I've got down, it's a bit of a, bit of a downgrade from the other two, but, um, might apply to us because I feel like we know this probably, mm. we know it would know what would happen more than the other ones. Yeah. Uh, if, yeah. and I feel like it would also for this one, it would also be the like less circumstantial, um, question, but, um, what if, uh, Roger Waters and David Gilmore had gotten along? Oh, okay. Um, well, we got to take into account the genres that were happening at the time. I feel like we would have been sort of shifting away from prog rock around 1970, well, whenever they split up, uh, 1980-something. 85 was when, they went, was when Roger left. So we'll, yeah, say, we'll, well say that was the real... Well, well they around, kind of were still around, fighting Around 1980 then. was when they kind of really like, lost it because Rick had gone um yeah well when well they started to dislike each other pretty yeah it was pretty kind of earlier than that so, so yeah but okay well if roger and gilmore had gone along we got to think about the earlier parts of pink floyd would, would roger have had the power dynamic uh or would, earlier what do you mean earlier like earlier is in like uh wish you're here like like that period oh, they were getting along then Okay, well, okay. We'll think to the. This is where Roger really started to take over, especially animals. That's probably the most important. Animals part of this. is when it starts, I feel. Um. So if Roger didn't have full creative control and it was like an equal band, like everybody could kind yep. of control what happened. Um, do you think that? Uh, well, I don't know what would happen. I don't think half the songs that would have been produced that have been produced would have happened uh, because I feel like Roger, as much as I love everybody else in Pink Floyd, I feel like Roger really had the genius behind um, what happened. I don't think the war would have been what it was without Roger's iron fist, really. Um, Yeah. Yeah, What I would fear would happen to Pink Floyd is David would incorporate what became too much of his later or his, like a, his solo album stuff, um, as we saw on like uh, the Endless River. That's what I'd be scared of. I'd I'd be scared that I'd jump the gun on that. Um, and yeah, like really, because again, we got to think about the reputation of Pink Floyd. I feel like a lot of it's yeah. based on the four album stretch between Dark Side of the Moon and The Wall. And yep. without The Wall, and even really Animals, if um if Roger doesn't have the power dynamic, um, I feel like that's probably, would Floyd be re- regarded as the greatest band in, in the world? Or not in the world, but one of the greatest bands ever. We don't know, because I feel like the four album streak contributes a lot to why Pink Floyd is so highly regarded. And Yeah. Um, yeah. So, yeah. Much more, I feel great. I, I mean, I feel like it all stems back to Roger's power. So, I mean, that this is this is a scenario where Roger doesn't have the power. So, if if he doesn't have the power, then maybe the wall's not what it was. Maybe it doesn't even happen, really. Um, I, it could yeah. happen, but it might not happen to the degree it happened to, if you know what I mean. But then, that speaking, Richard Wright would still have his place in Floyd. And David yeah, Gilmore would be more... 
uh, like communal with the band, or with yeah. Roger at least. Um, so who knows? We could have could have had. Uh, although I think Dark Side of the Moon was uh, well in well in the past by the time the wall had uh, been even conceptualized. Um, I feel like uh, we could have had. Like it could be a Nirvana situation. We could have a whole new genre that Floyd's really pioneered. Although I don't yeah, think they were that I, kind of band. I feel like it probably would have happened. I don't feel like they were kind of that, that kind of band. I don't feel like they were capable of creating a grunge-like situation. But um, I do feel like um, something without the wall. I feel like something else could have taken its place in a bigger form if Roger hadn't have just like steered the ship into the wall. If you know what I mean. Uh, yeah, um, I feel like they probably wouldn't have done too much. Like, I don't know. I can't. It's hard to define when they really didn't start to not started to not get along. Um, I feel like animals was definitely just, like towards the. We should yeah, we if we just Roger was starting to take control more and more, but it still had David's influence. Rather as yeah. animals, it was uh, def- it was Roger's project uh, more and more. Da- David still obviously had his glory on that yeah but then the wall and it was just all roger it was roger controlled it was it was was his it's like i mean it was just it was basically roger's solo it would be a roger water solo album with members of pink floyd on it if you know what i mean yeah well i can't say much more really you you've you seem very passionate about this i'll uh I've, I've let you speak. Well, I don't have much to say. Yeah, to be I, haven't, I haven't got uh, much left on this point, but um, I'll yeah, I'll put it to them. What I think the end result would have happened if they had got along. I don't think the war would have happened. Um, I feel like the concept still would have been there, but I feel like it would have been played out in a weaker situation. Um, weaker, well. a weaker situation. Yeah, I, yeah. I, and then I feel like they would have stayed together. Uh, together for maybe until the 1990 something the 90s um yeah and then would why, released... would, why would they break up in the 90s well i don't know i just don't feel like they had like another i just feel like the band would have burnt out by then if you know what i mean yeah. like i don't think it would have been ended on as bad of terms but i just feel like they would they'd rinse their creative capacity so, yeah I feel like um, in the end they probably would have released a couple more albums, probably better than what um, bloody one of that albums called the one that had learned to fly on it. Um, yeah, momentary lapse of reason. Yeah, that one. Um, I feel like they probably would have released a couple more. Um, probably would have been better than that because I feel like as a band they can release a lot better stuff than or with Roger at least. Um, I feel like yeah, I, I feel don't like think Roger would have let it happen. No, Ontario, that's the reason. I feel like it still would have been important to have Roger's writing on other albums. So I feel like that's yeah. probably the reason why um, a, mar- a momentary lapse in reason failed as hard as it did. Um, it would have been. I, I don't know whether David Gilmore would have had um, as much influence on the later part as he did. Probably not, because in this situation, it never really happened. So, uh, whether we see the division bell, I don't know. We might have had glimpses of, a, a glimpses of it, but I don't think we would have had that in particular. So, yep. Um, so, 
feel like that's about it. We've probably did all we can about the Pink Floyd. Have you got any more uh, warriors? Well, well, okay, I've got three more, and then we can uh, yep. mosey on. Um, I, uh, yeah, this is another Pink Floyd orientated one. Yep. Uh, what if Sid Barrett hadn't have lost his mind? Ah, well, we wouldn't so, have had a lot of things. I feel like Roger sort of came to the helm simply because Sid um, was gone. So I feel... Well, it was, because... Yeah, yeah because I feel he wouldn't have had a lot of things. Floyd lost their primary songwriter in Sid when he... Yeah, it might not have even been prog rock, so... It, yeah, that's yeah. a big one. Like, if they had have kept on, we don't. we might not have... We probably wouldn't have had, to be honest... Uh, Dark Side of the Moon, Wish You Were Here, The Wall, yeah. Animals, even yeah, you really... Metal or Adam Hart Mother. We probably would have had more kooky, little, yeah, spacey albums. Which I, I... sort of really nipping it from the bud uh, when you think Sid Barrett, because there's just so much we wouldn't have. It's so hard to to theorize. I like, guess. Like I don't think any Floyd fan would have wanted to see him go, but I don't yeah. think anybody would not want the wall or dark side. Yeah, we wouldn't want to go back in time and change anything, I feel. I feel like the way it's played out was for the best, for the best for Floyd, not the best for Sid, obviously. But, um, because, um, yeah, I feel like after that, some of the best albums of all time have come out of it. Um, as yeah, unfortunate yeah. As, as it was to lose Sid and like really just have him go insane at such a young age um, and have so much talent just lost from it, I feel like um, was a loss in itself. But then, um, yeah. look, but really, look what's come out of it. Uh, I'm not saying it's a good thing that he's gone insane, but I mean, we've got Dark Side of the Moon, we've got all of those incredible albums. Um that I don't think he would have been able to provide unless we don't know. Roger could have got a bit nippy for power as yeah, I imagine yes. he probably would have because he's just, that's kind of his, uh, wire. Yeah, well, I guess it poses a different question. Did he become that way because of Sid leaving or was it just deeply rooted, I guess? Well, I feel, I feel like, yeah, I feel like that's kind of his personality trait. I feel like he's always probably had it. Um, yeah, I feel like, it would have happened regardless of if Sid had of. Or um, he would have at least tried to do it. <laughs> I feel like he would have still had the ideas and the concept. Oh, maybe not the concept even. Yeah. But I feel like he still. Well, we know we, he wouldn't have had the concept of wish it were here. Um, so that that is oh, yeah, obviously that wouldn't exist. Um, the wall might have existed, maybe not to the extent again because it probably still would have had the Barrett sound. David Gilmore might not have ever existed in the Floyd world. Um, so that's a scary thought in itself. So yeah. there, yeah, goes, David there goes the Comfortably Numb solo. There goes most of the Wall's yeah. guitar work, or all the Wall's guitar There goes Floyd's guitar work in general. Yeah, I guess it is just a lot, so it is hard. But then again, um, we don't know. Everything. Could Sid have like, progressed with uh, the changing times? We could have seen a better album than any of the ones that we've seen. Uh, I doubt it, but... Yeah, well, I wouldn't change a thing. That's what I I would say. I wouldn't change a thing. I feel like everything's happened for a reason. Well, not a reason, but everything's happened. The way it's happened, we can't change it. It's unfolded, but I feel like the way it's turned out, it's not horrible, if you know what I mean. Well, it all stems back to one thing, and that is 
drugs. Don't do drugs, kids. Yeah. Like, I wouldn't have him without drugs, so... The only thing I would have changed is I probably wouldn't have had Sid lose his mind. I would have had him lose interest in Pink Floyd as a project, and then I would have had... Because I feel like yeah. he had a lot to offer as a musician. I just... Yeah. Wish he hadn't lost his brain, if you know what I mean. Because yeah, I feel fair. like... Because if he still had, like, the remake... Like, sorry, I'm not the mic there. If he still had uh, enough uh, brain power to make a solo career, we don't know what could have happened. Like, I feel like yeah. if, if he had kept going with that, or if he had the capacity to keep going with that... um. We probably would have. He probably would have had the most successful solo career out of Floyd, I reckon, because um, yep. he he could have worked as a solo artist. The others maybe not so much, but he definitely. Yeah. Could have. Um. Yeah. Uh, we are running out of time a little bit. We. Anything else on Sid thing? Um. No. Okay. No. I think I feel like that's pretty good for. Yep. Um. Uh. For Sid. Um, I've, Next, what if? I'm gonna, okay, so we've got left left in the show. We've got two what ifs, your interview, and then we'll read some comments. So we've got to try to cram that into 15 minutes. We can go a bit over yep. it. It's not really going to matter too much. But Yeah, um, yeah it doesn't matter. Uh, this one's more orientated towards you, and then the next one will be orientated towards right. me. Um, yep. What if Bon Scott didn't die? Uh, and, what, and more specifically, what would that mean for Back in Black? Uh, well... I don't know. There is like a bit of a rumor that um, you know, uh, Bon Scott did have a little bit of influence in Back in Black. Apparently, oh, yeah. he wrote a few of the songs. Maybe not. Uh, yeah, I don't know. Uh, I think it's all just a rumor. But pretty much, I feel the riffs would have all been there because it, the vocals aren't a big aspect of ACDC. Like. The actual songwriting and the lyrics aren't I feel particularly like it makes, a big like aspect. The only, the only thing the vocals really do for ACDC is it makes them iconic. You can, if like, if you hear those vocals, you can hear, like, you know, that's ACDC. Yeah, but in terms of the lyrics, I feel it wouldn't have mattered because the riffs are probably the most important thing. Uh, you know, uh, uh, who was in the, terms of... Who was the songwriter for ACDC? Uh, pretty much Angus, Malcolm, and uh, Bon. Uh, yeah, pretty much early on. Yeah, um, well, yeah. But then again, that's the thing. Um, would have Bon Scott been like this? Is just speaking from a broad music perspective because I don't know too much about ACDC or, or yeah. Bon Scott in general. So, um, would have he been objected to the idea of some of the things on Back and Black? Would have he, uh, like I don't know? Would it, how much influence do you reckon he would have had on? The actual sound. Would he wanted something different, or would he? Do you reckon he would have been solid with the sound? Because I can definitely hear a diff- like not here, obviously here, but I can see a difference musically between Bond's era and Brian Johnson's era. If you know what I mean. Yeah. Well, I definitely think there is a bit of a difference. It's not too big. I feel like it's a bit more raw, um, Bond's era, and people say they all sound the same. But the, the albums, but there definitely is a bit of a change between 1979 and 1980. Um, so I feel it would have been a little bit different, but um, I don't know if it was because of necessarily Bond's death or whether the the uh, young brothers just sort of started to change up their sound at that time anyway, going into the 80s. Well, okay, here's my, my big point. Because from my perspective, at least, I don't know 
anything about ACDC. I don't know the behind the scenes. I don't know yep. any insight into it. Uh, it yep. seems more as if Brian Johnson just let the young brothers do what they wanted to do, and bon, but Bon had more say in what happened then. So yeah, my I, question would be: yeah. Would would Back in Black ultimately be just the Youngs' master project as opposed as opposed to Bon and them? Because like mm, because like as it is, by the sounds of it, it's the Youngs, like, this is their thing. But if yeah. Bond had been on it, we don't know what could have uh, transpired from that. So Yeah, it did feel that Bond was sort of the leader of the band a bit, maybe, by 1979. And I feel Brian sort of took a step back when he joined and it was sort of the Youngs that took over. It didn't... It um, from my perspective, at least, it doesn't seem as though Brian has as much authority as Bond did. I'm not saying yeah, the riffs, up, but I'm saying yeah. he probably had more uh, direction than what Brian yeah. had. Yeah, the riffs. I mean, would stay the same. I feel, but I don't know. I, yeah, um, well, yeah. I don't know if the guitar work would have really changed at all, but um, yeah, just the influence on the actual music because yeah. I mean, Bond's not going to go play a guitar for I don't know one of those songs. For, yeah, but. Uh, so I feel like that was always going to be the Young's like area to like, influence or like to work on, well not work on, but like their job. That was their part of the album, and it was yeah. Bonds to I don't know if he lyrically, but like so again, I don't know if um, how much influence he would have had. You probably have a better knack on it than I do, but um. Yeah, well, I've pretty much said all I've had to say. Um, I don't really have too much yeah. more to say on this. So, um, Final what if? Got? Okay, last what if for this episode. Could keep this one going. This has done pretty well, I think. Mm-hmm. Um, what if Oasis quit after Nebworth? So, for some backstory, Nebworth yep. um, was right in like the golden era of Oasis. It was the peak of their success. It was. Is that it was, before or after Big Ear? Yeah. It was 1996, so it was right after. It was the year between uh, Morning Glory and the year before Big Ear. Now, so nice. So they just played to uh, 250,000 people over two nights, um, yep. and they'd um, uh, really hit that. So it was their peak, basically. So they never they never reached the heights of. Uh, what might have been, um, yeah. But my point of like my question here would be, um, would they have been more of a highly regarded band if they had just stopped after Nebworth? Because definitely, maybe in What's the Story, Morning Glory, they're two very like iconic albums. I'd say in British music, at least, um, they're two respectable albums. They didn't really nothing on their with the exception of Shaker Maker, maybe, were really weak. So I feel like... Yeah. If they hadn't have gone and released Be Here Now, which really, in some people's opinions, mine personally and yours, I know, definitely derailed uh, Oasis's reputation a bit. There's they, a good video on it. Um, on the Shadows, Train Records, uh, on Be Here Now. That probably sums it up a bit. 
um, how it was sort of the start of the downfall. Not that the albums after being here now are bad, but they're not as iconic. But, uh, yeah. I mean, you're not particularly going to remember too many songs from them. My point being, I don't think it was needed. Like I th- like Noel himself yeah. admits they should have just let it. They should have just stopped after Nebworth because oh. it was. But then again, that's the point. You don't know if they were going to get bigger if they had just stopped. They could have gone. Yeah, you never know. Four, four of the greatest albums of all time. They at the time, Morning Glory could have just been like the tip of the iceberg, and then yeah, um, could have just gone and released for the greatest albums yeah. of all time. So that's, 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 it's, it's all about the unknown for these questions because I feel like, um, if, for Morning Glory, that was, it was quite critically, not, well, it was like, it was, people were very critical of the album when it came out. So it may have at the time not really occurred that this was a good place to end off on. Although, yeah, although that's it, true. um, although, I mean, they played Main Road, which, as an Oasis fan, is probably my favourite performance I've ever done. It was mm-hmm. um, probably better than Nebworth. They sounded better. They played the part better. And I was in their hometown. So, for me... And this is all in 1996, so this is the same year. Morning Glory was the right. end of 95. So, yeah, they've, they've done main, Two Nights of Main Road, and then, like, four months later, they've done Two Nights of Nebworth, sold out Nebworth. Um, so that's yep. 125,000 people per night. So biggest band in the world at this point. Um, and yeah, well, like, I, not that I can speak from experience, um, neither can you either, but, yeah, but you don't know what it's like to be the biggest band in the world until you've actually lived it really, because unless you like, we don't know what their mindset was at the time. They probably weren't thinking, they were probably just thinking, I'm going to write songs for the rest of my life. We're going to be Oasis yeah. for the rest of our life. Yeah. Um, but, yeah, I don't know. So, my perspective, I'm happy that they kept going, but it probably would have been better f- a better look for Oasis if they had stopped after. Yeah, no. I guess we'd be saying, oh, imagine if Oasis didn't yeah. break up. You know, if it well, did happen, we'd be they, like, oh, imagine, if they kept imagine going, the music. Imagine if um, this and that. Because yeah. it's, it's like... There's no winning to this question, really. But there's no losing yeah. either. It's like as long as the music's there, I feel. As long as the music's know, it's there, it's not going to matter. Um, Noel could have it's had to know. Noel could have had a solo career in the prime of uh, a solo album. In, yeah. in the prime of his career, that could have gone a million different ways. Liam could have done that as well. Although I don't think it would have been yeah. as successful as it would have been now. Noel, yeah. on the other hand, I feel like he could have had a better solo career. Although I'm extremely happy on the way his career's gone, uh, yep. solo career wise. Um, it's all, yeah. Again, it's all in the unknown, but um, yeah. I'm happy that I'm very happy that they've released. They kept on going, and they released yeah. another five yeah. albums. But um, I would have also been happy if they had have released the two and then stopped, and then um, just had Oasis be yeah. like this, like Paperboy. Yeah. Well, not Paperboy. What I was saying before, I guess, um, if if. You know, you'd be happy now, looking back, yeah. if they did break up then. But, um, you know, if they did break up, it'd be like, you know, imagine what Oasis could have done if they didn't break up at that stage. So I feel like, you know, as long as their two albums are there, I don't think their reputation really matters because then at least we know what did happen after they 
you know, after that point. So it's, yeah. it's good to know, at least. I feel like it would probably... I'd much rather... I would have much rather it happen. It's just so, like, yeah. there's more quantity to Oasis. It's got... It's been known as a band that didn't just play for a couple of years and then stop. Um, yeah, and they're still your favourite band, so... It's still my favourite band. And I, I was born, what, like, ten years after, nine years after uh, Nebworth had happened, so... I mean that's yeah. that's the influence that they have still. So um whether they would have been more talked about uh if they hadn't have kept going, we don't know. Um I feel like Noel probably would have had more on the table if he had have stopped. But uh for Liam's sake, um yeah. it was probably better that they kept going. Yeah. So uh, that's so about it. Yep, yeah, okay. Um reading TikTok comments, I'm excited for this. This is my favorite segment. Well, you've jumped oh, the gun well, on this a bit. Really? Yeah. Um, so, first we've got the JB Explores interview. Oh, okay. Okay, right. So, um, I did tell you about this before, but you've obviously forgotten. Uh, I don't or, know or exactly don't what care. it's going to be. So, um, well, uh, your presence in this podcast, I'd say, is more JB Explores than it is Jack Bray. Uh, so, yes. So, uh, I'm going to ask you a couple of questions um, regarding mm-hmm. that. So, okay. I've put down the JB Explores interview as the segment uh, name. So, <laughs> Okay, is this going to be recurring or what? Uh, could could be. Do you want it to be? <laughs> well, I don't know what it is yet. So. Well, okay, well, I'm just going to, I'm just going to, I'm just going to wing it. Okay, so yeah. my first question in the JB Explores interview is, where did the JB Explore, uh, where did JB Explore stem from, first of all? Um, I remember back in like 2016, I was watching all these Urbex channels and, um, you know, I was watching them for a couple of years and it wasn't really until 2018 where, when I realized, hang on, why don't I explore abandoned buildings in, in my own town, like in, in Australia? I always used to think abandoned buildings were only, you know, from other countries like Europe and um, like countries in Europe and yeah, the US, but I never realised yeah. they're not as good in Australia as other countries. But yeah, that's that sort of stemmed. And then I started with the Instagram page, yep. uh, which stemmed from some old Instagram page I had. It's uh, I can't remember what exactly it was. Probably but, uh, versus T series. You were big on that. You were no, no. That was that was twenty. Uh, I, th- I feel like that was a bit later. Anyway. It's um. Yeah, I started it. My first Instagram post was in about November, and then that was okay. And then in about July uh, 2019, so I started my Instagram in 2018, and then July 2019, I started making YouTube videos. Very poor. Don't watch them. <laughs> Only watch from about 2020 onwards, by the way. Jeez. Um, yes. Right. Okay. So I guess that kind of leads into the next question for people who may not know. Um, mm-hmm. What is Urbex? Uh, it's exploring abandoned buildings, pretty much. And the Urbexing is basically you just sort of mostly it's filming and taking photos. But some people just explore abandoned buildings without just you know without anything. They just sort of look through it, uh, just like to stroll in the park. So yeah, yeah. There you go. Okay. Um, and okay. Another question about Urbex. Um, I'm still not very educated in the in the mm-hmm. subject. Um, yep. How did you discover Urbex? Uh, How did you come across it? There's a channel called Proper People. or Oh, no, actually, Bright Sun Films is how I started. They have a series on YouTube still going today 
called well, Abandoned. Longevity. And uh, then I sort of moved on to the proper people who make really high-quality Urbex videos. Uh, and then I moved on to this small channel called Fogarty Avenue, who still make videos today, and uh, they're kind of my biggest influence. They've already got about 4,000 subscribers on YouTube, so they're not too big, but yeah, they're my, one of my main influences. Dan Bell and Proper People and Fogarty uh, Avenue, I'd say. Uh, my biggest influences. Uh, Dan Bell, not to be confused with Dan Ball. Uh, I, I yeah, Dan Bell that, is uh, a Two different people, filmmaker. apparently. But, um, yes. Yeah. Anyway, uh, okay, uh, last question. This was, a, this was a nice quick segment. Um, just a little little refresher to get off the music <laughs> topic. Yep. Uh, will you ever get TFKL to explore with you? I've, I tried to the other week, mate, and you said no, so... Oh, am I TFKL? Oh, I, I didn't know I had any connection to him. He was... He's just my icon, honestly. Um, uh, the, the long and the short is no, you will not. I'm scared shitless of anything old. Okay. Um, it's okay, Cal. Might, might have to take okay. some uh, proper convincing, but um, I don't know. Yeah, that might be a bit of a task. Could, could be a what if? What if? What if Tevkel never went exploring? <laughs> what if we die? <laughs> he wouldn't be what dead. If, he if, wouldn't be killed. Yeah, yeah, he wouldn't. He wouldn't have been flattened by a donkey. So um, <laughs> donkey. Okay, yeah, donkey. I was thinking more junky, not donkey. But oh, yeah. Geez. Well, uh, that that's really given me a lot of hope to go uh, exploring now, hasn't it? Well, I think next week I should do a TFCAL interview. Or next episode, not next well, week. Yeah, when we yep, say yeah. week, we say next podcast, next I mean, because we do so bi- bi-weekly. Probably Monday, so... Yes, well, it, Monday. It, no, next week would be the correct correct terminology here. Oh, well, yeah, it is next week, technically. Um, but last week. We're going to have a lot of podcasts with last week. Well, we're going to have a footy segment. We're going to talk about that, because the Brownlow would have been the night prior. Um, I'm either yeah, gonna be not fuming, much footy I'm news. Gonna be fuming, or I'm going to be absolutely joyous, so... Um, okay. Depending on depending on my mood in the first thirty seconds of the podcast, you'll know what results happened. Yeah, you know what I'm thinking, Cal. I think we watch the Brownlow together. We yep. get some suits. We get bow ties. We get <laughs> you know a blazer. We get yeah. you know the white shirts, and we put we wear a suit, a tuxedo sort of thing, yeah. and watch the Brownlow in our suits. Oh wow! Geez. I think that'll be pretty cool. Yeah. <laughs> uh, <laughs> Yeah, right. I don't okay. think we. I don't know if we'd broadcast it, but uh, no, yeah, yeah, it might be a bit, a uh, bit of a low point for our careers. But uh, yeah, I, I, I want to watch the Brownlow while wearing a tuxedo. That's my de- main goal in life. No, yeah, I feel like, feel like, and I can die peacefully. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. Anyway, um, enough, enough of the JB Explores interview segment. Nobody cares. About TFCal that. interview next week. TFCal, yeah, stay tuned for that. That'll be very interesting. Um. We were talking about your streaming career, your YouTube career, and your TikTok career. So, oh, don't you think it's going to be a TikTok account? <laughs> I I know a lot of things that maybe our audience doesn't know. So, oh, we'll have to reveal. Yeah, All be revealed. The full exposure, the hit piece, almost. Expose. So, Expose. I think That's we should it. move on to our next segment, and yeah. that will be reading Tic Tac comments. Yeah, it's uh, Jack Tung Gibbs' favorite segment. Uh, he's let me know multiple times. Uh, he's, yes, he's the best segment to, in the he world. He tried to skip his own interview to. To read my comments, I've yeah, I've listed exciting. a couple of uh, comments here uh, that I thought were interesting. Uh, been a bit of a dry dry couple of days on the old TikTok account since uh, last time. Um, mm. Last time we read these, so um, I've kind of kind of put out some opinions and some uh, little parts content, that I thought you could comment on. So. Yeah, well, you've you've made a few videos. Yeah. Uh, first most recent song, which is Factual. Uh, 
underrated versus overrated. So I think, uh, yeah, that's fair enough. Uh, and then Ben's least versus most popular song again, which is probably you're probably milking that I, uh, a well, little bit at the okay, moment. To be fair, <laughs> the it, moment. It, it was my concept, and I'm gonna milk that until it just does nothing ever. Like, yeah, it well, gets... it's got a thousand views Ugh. after two hours. That's oh. not too bad. How many likes? Yeah, that's not got? terrible. 184. Well, we'll start oh, right. on the most recent one since you we made the podcast, which I believe was best. Oh no, was it best album of every year, or was it Ben's first most recent song? I feel like it was uh, best most first most recent song. So we'll, well start we on that one. We uploaded the podcast yesterday, so I mean, um, as no, we uploaded it Tuesday. Tuesday. Oh, I know that is right. Yes, no, yep. so, no, we recorded on. Oh, wait, no, yeah, that's right. Sorry, we recorded on a Monday. No, released no, Tuesday yeah, morning. Right. I was a bit, we were a bit slack. Cal's we internet was slack, a bit bad yeah. on that night, so terrible. Didn't send me the file. But enough on that. Let's let's read the comments. And Snazzy Jazzy Seventeen straight off the bat says, "I'm not excited to be early anymore." Yeah, no, he's rough. Just extremely. Yeah, it's, it's, by you're that. too big, Cal. You get too many comments now. Yeah, yeah I know. Not I'm exciting. Just, I'm I'm not the humble uh, humble commenter or humble TikToker that I once was. I'm just a. <laughs> corporate enterprise now you know yeah Man, it's quality right. over quantity says snazzy uh, jazzy i hit five thousand followers today so that's can, can i get a clap for congratulations. that congratulations yeah, yeah yeah Create a code I, I got nearly a thousand followers off one tiktok so i mean oh, I, yeah. so yeah. it was a bit of a is this bloke's creator code if you still play fortnite by the way yeah. is it what is it it's x of the zens because that used to be my fortnite name so there you go <laughs> You might, we might have to link that on I, something. I don't, I don't, think I don't, I don't even know if it's still active. I don't know if that can be. <laughs> yeah, it's, it's probably, has anyone got dead that dead as their creative code still? Well, that, I'd imagine not. bloody have. I'll, um, I think you can see it. Valuable revenue. You can, I think you can go into Epic Games and yeah, you can actually well, look at it and yeah, see how many see, people have it, which I imagine it's none. Yeah. Uh, oh, geez. Thanks for the confidence. Well, who's going to have it? I'd hope you would, but... I didn't even know it was X the Zens, mate. Jeez, so I've been three days because I'm hoping he makes enough money to come back to YouTube. But anyway, <laughs> on to comments. Uh, MSCJ Grace comment, which you've totally ignored. No likes, no yeah. replies. Arctic Monk, Arctic Monkey, Monkeys. Her song was released on the day I was born. I just want to flex that. I just. So she's, we're not going to dox her, one day. Um, but uh, well, she's probably commenting it, but yeah. uh, we won't. We won't well, continue on that. Uh, uh, in regards to ghost in the comment, I just don't care anymore. It's uh, irrelevant. Relevant comment. Get better. Yeah. Sorry, uh, Oasis released Don't Stop Demo? Question mark. I don't know of the count. Uh, if you're an avid watcher of the TFKL channel, yeah. you should know uh, I don't include demos. So. Yeah, I like that comment. Just so it is. Sorry, I've said it again. Jeez. Sorry. Censored moment. Yeah, sorry. I've, I've said the R word again. Uh, anyway. Uh Yes, no demos allowed. That's the answer. No Triple Lord Keenan says, I bet that You Look Good on the Dance Floor is still a really good song, too. Do you agree? No. That's why I put it in overrated. No, this is in... No, this is in... First... First... Later songs. Oh, uh, well, jeez, I've spoiled the video. Um, for my other oh, videos. no. This is terrible. Jeez, um, this is devastating. No, I don't agree. Um, I... You, you, come, you replied decent a day ago. Uh, it... so you don't think it's bad. Yeah, I'm kind of contradicting myself. I contradict myself mm. a lot. Oh, and I commented, don't... Uh, sorry, I commented, listen to the podcast, link in bio, hashtag not sponsored. No so. likes, so that was crushing. Listen to the podcast, uh, listen to the podcast. Maybe if I pinned it, uh, um, then people would listen. Yeah, <laughs> Uh, yeah, I'm, I'm not. I'm not using my power correctly, honestly. So, 
pretty disappointing. Uh, so this guy says, Oasis Wipes, best band, Oat, Biblical, come on, you know as you were. Okay, so he's trying to be full indie here. Uh, Liam Gallagher, yeah. wannabe. Um, best band of all time, in my opinion, in my humble opinion, I'd say so. But um, realistically, probably not. Well, definitely not, realistically. Um, that would yeah. probably go to the Beatles. Um, so, yeah. depending on who you are, um, yeah. Fair enough. Uh, this guy says, Free as a Bird is the Beatles' most recent song, not... What you um, said. Yeah, I've kind of, I kind of conceded defeat on that one. Um, yeah. I accepted, because I looked it up and it was a single um, after I'd finished yeah, the video. Yeah, it was so after John Lennon just... died and the three got together. And, uh, well, that's not yeah, the Beatles, is it? Just... That's, that's... No, they did. It is that... released as yeah, the Beatles. Well, that's so. not the Beatles. That's Paul, Paul McCartney. Wait, you don't make the rules, Cal. I don't make... No, you don't make the rules, Cal. I'm telling uh, you how it anyway, is. Anyway, I'm, I'm not I'm... debating this. We're reading comments. <laughs> Uh, so this person who, on his political compass, he is uh, middle to authoritarian right. Let's keep that in mind. Uh, let it be was released in seventy? Question mark. Yeah. Well, well, get back was on. Let it be. So. Yeah. yeah. So. Um, sure. One says do Metallica, and uh, this is a fuming Cal moment. What do you have to say about that? Um, I just ignore anything to do with Metallica and Green Day, um, or. Weezer, even uh, that's gonna get you human, but um, no, I don't yeah, I uh, just Metallica fans, Green Day fans, are just threw my head in. Sorry, um, uh, just, and they, actually, I, I'm not experienced oh, yeah. enough. I don't, I, I can't. I can just, maybe I could put them in a, uh, in a. Wait, aren't you a? Are you? Aren't you a likes whore? Why don't you just put it in bands least first most popular no, song? Well, People I'm a, love it. I'm a bit of a likes whore, but like, I'm not. I wouldn't go to the point where I put Green Day or Metallica in my video. That's. Yeah, well, next comment, and this one was, actually, Don't Stop is their most recent release. Is that Oasis? Uh, yes, but that's the demo. That's so, the demo, yeah. yeah. Get good. And well, this guy's got a different one. Fallen Gown was the last Oasis single. Yeah. 14 was, minutes it ago. Was a, it was a single. It wasn't a... It was a single, so it was released before the album. Yeah. Uh, part two, this guy says. So you got a bit uh, of love yeah, there yeah. from Persian, <laughs> Persian Sandwich. Thanks, Persian 3,794 followers. Big, big, big lad. Uh, Smurf, oh no, this one says, at Smurf Loki, broke the bit. It's, it's it's from a guy called Beetle, Beetles at Beat, Beat something. I can't pronounce it. It's like Beetlesque or something. Yeah, uh, Smurf Loki, uh, both the Beatles, Oasis and Nolly's two songs are amazing. You agree? Uh, what was this for? This was both oh, yeah, the Beatles, one. Oasis, and Nolly's two songs are amazing. What vi- yeah, but what video is this on? Same one. Which one? Ends vs. First most recent oh, song. Um, yeah, no, I agree. And one guy says, can you do Def Leppard? No. Because... <laughs> That's all we need to hear. Yeah, no, 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 I won't. Okay, band's most overrated versus underrated song. This is opinionated. There's a few more comments, <laughs> yeah, which I'm enjoying. I, I, I love the comments on the opinionated videos. They really brighten my day. Yeah, I don't know why the I'm... fuck I put Dark Side of the Moon is the photo for Comfortably Numb. Well, I do. Because... Can't believe you've done this. Well, yeah. Can't believe you did it. And it, it, it I'm devastated that you let us down. Clock. It was just... Right, okay, that's the photo that's associated with that. That's We're, we're using that one. Move on. You let us down, mate. You no, let no, us down. It's terrible. Terrible form. I'll do better in the future. I really want to see your opinions on most overrated and underrated Nirvana songs. Part two, um, possibly. Can I answer this on the podcast? Because right. that'll attract Actually, you can. 
Yeah, uh, well, yeah actually, answer it. Well, the truth of the matter is I don't know that many Nirvana songs, so underrated's a bit hard. Most can I help? Is... Can I tag team in? Yeah, you can. Yep. Uh, well, I've got to think about well, it. Well, I'll, I'll but, answer oh, most no. overrated. I'll go... Um, actually, I'm going to go come as you are, because I feel like Teen Spirit has the... As overplayed as is, I feel like it's got the capacity, or not the capacity, the, it's got the like, status to be um, an overplayed mm. song, if you know what I mean. So I feel like it, it's yeah. it's better than Come As You Are, in my opinion, at least. I feel like me overrated would be Heart-Shaped Box. All right. I'll, again, I'm just, I'm not good with, I'm not good with Nirvana songs, so I get them all confused. Yeah. Uh, so underrated for me. I was Lithium the other day. That was low point. Jeez. Uh, so, underrated for me is All Apologies. You've probably seen me listen to this on Spotify, Cal. Um, I've, uh, seen, I've seen a few it is people a to classic. Spotify. I just haven't... I've, yeah. I heard the name. I just haven't really uh, invested underrated in it. Underrated so. for me. Yeah, no worries. This is my answer. Not that Snazzy Jazzy was asking for my opinion, but... No, well, you've got, uh, you got two opinions there. Or Aiden Bullock with 25 one. likes. Yeah, I kind of kind of got... Wait, I can't, I, yeah, I'm okay. Lost, Wonderwall but... should have been overrated. Well, I well, okay. Well, you do agree, yeah? I, no, I don't agree. I, I severely disagree. Again, the same with Nirvana. I feel like, or well, the same with Teen Spirit. I feel like Wonderwall has the case to be an overplayed song. Or an I remember overrated watching song. your. I remember watching your uh, ranking Oasis songs, and uh, uh, ranking the songs on what's the story, Morning Glory. Yeah, and Wonderwall was like at ninth or something. Okay, so yeah, how's yeah, it no, overrated? Yeah, but, but the fact of it, okay. He's what, what I wouldn't say Lila's uh, very uh, rated. People I, don't well, rate okay. it too much. Until you slander, don't believe the truth. You wouldn't understand what Lila stands are like. They're a species. So until okay. I stand it, in, in, yeah, no slander. Okay. Until you slander, you won't understand. The I'm, no, I'm never going to slander it. So well, well I, I have. So I, I've understood. I've understood what it's like. Anyway, point being, okay. Any, let's let's, like, okay, let's go any, through this. Like the the worst song on What's the Story Morning Glory is better than the the best song on Don't Believe the Truth. So therefore, okay. I feel like I, I rate Wonderwall overall. I put Lila second and Wonderwall ninth. I like Wonderwall yeah. more than I like Lila. What's Lila got in terms of like listens on Spotify? Like, it, it's, it's, 50 million? Uh, it's, it's, it's probably the highest on the album, I think. But Wonderwall's actually got 1 billion, yeah, yeah, so I feel but, like they even out there. Okay. Well... Anyway. It's overplayed, but again, I think it's got the case to be overplayed. Lila's got a bunch of strings for no apparent that. reason. It's just, it's useless. It's, we can, we'll just, we can keep going. We're on a good roll here. Yeah, well, um, yeah, so, what are we on? And most overrated versus underrated song. Uh, you just replied with a sheep to Hayden. So, uh, well. that, that's an inside joke. You wouldn't understand. Um, uh, I think I do get it. I agree with Arctic right. Mon- Ar- Arctic MSCJ Gray apparently yeah. just can't spell Arctic. Yeah. Arctic. Um, yeah, that's, an, that's <laughs> another the last one. joke. Just English moments don't happen. Like, uh, um, I didn't. I agree with Arctic it. monkeys and catfish. Yeah. Um, that was a bit rough on Floyd and Oasis. I thought. So. Yeah. Yeah, harsh. Legit put, it's good to be free last in the master plan, yet it's underrated. Yeah, well, okay, here's the... This other... guy remembers well. Yeah, yeah, well, I mean, I was pretty impressed. He's one of... Yeah, well, that's... I know who it is. Don't don't say his name or anything, but I remember who it was that commented that. He's he's the most neutral TFCAL watcher I've ever seen. He, he He's like... It's either he's completely against me on one video, but then he's completely with me on another. It's so, it's so bizarre. Normally, normally somebody's... 
like completely against me or they're completely with me. He's just the most neutral fan. So shout out to you. Not going to say your name, but I, I know you. Um, well, I know. I, I recognize you. Um, but okay. Um, my explanation of that is um, when I ranked the master plan, I hadn't listened to all the songs on there. Uh, I'd probably listen to the top 10 out of 12. They were one of the ones I hadn't listened to. So I wasn't really... I just put it last because I hadn't listened to it. But then in review, this is probably... It's probably a top five Oasis song for me at the minute. It's... Yeah, I don't know. It does things. Yeah, well... That sounds um, Wonder Wall by far Oasis most overrated, says A. Sinclair. Well, that's the common conception. Like, I... Yeah, that I, I, that I, opinion I, is overrated. I, yeah, it is. I there's a difference between overplayed and overrated. I suppose. Yeah. People do fucking rate Wonderwall, though, yeah, I guess. They, but, they, they yeah, I'd have, to, I'd have to agree with you, mostly. Comfortably Numb is not overrated. I'd agree, but, yeah, we know your I, opinions I, I on think, this. I think Comfortably Numb's overrated, just in terms of people hailing it as the best song of all... One of the best songs of all time. I don't think it's the best song of all time. I think lyrically, yeah. I think lyrically it's there, and I think the solo is there. But apart from that, I just, it just doesn't really appeal to me. Um, but there was another com- yeah. there was another comment there in like, and I've got it down here. Um, as a single, yes, comfortably numb is overrated. But in the context of the album, uh, it's one of the best songs of all time, which I agree with because yeah. it, it makes sense in the album as a single. It I, I, it's one of the more, as you said earlier, um, it makes not a lot of Floyd songs really make sense on their own, but I feel like Comfortably, Comfortably Numb does as well. But as a, like, the wall wouldn't be the wall without it, but then as a single, like, it's not that needed, if you know what I mean. Yeah, fair. Um, Going Nowhere is the most underrated Oasis song um, by Vince. Yeah, it's up there, I reckon. Um, anything on the master plan, really, I feel like chronically underrated. Maybe apart from... Uh, Rocking Chair, I feel like that's appropriately rated, and definitely not Head Shrinker, that's overrated at this point. I've never listened to this album, so I can't disagree or agree. But... I was going to give it to you the other week, but then we were rank it, or I was going to give it to you last episode, but then um, we were ranking Oasis albums. Yeah, too much if Oasis to handle. The, didn't know if you were going to include the master plan, or if you'd listen nah, to it's it. it's B-sides. So. No B-sides. It's, pro- it, well, it's probably their third best album, to be fair, so... <laughs> yeah, well, uh, we might have to... Next episode, uh, you could potentially give it to me. I'm not going to no, suggest I, anything. I'm but... not, I'm, I've scrapped the idea of giving you um, you know, Oasis album. Um, I'll, That's I'll the only it. one I haven't listened to anything else. Yeah, well, <laughs> not a good time to start. I'm not about to give you a B-side album. Um, some other, yeah, some other um, ones that you could answer, I reckon. Mm-hmm. Um, Adam Hart Mother as a whole is underrated as fuck. Yes or no? No, I feel like it's rated properly. I think it's underrated slightly. I I don't think it's, it's definitely not overrated. What was your Pink Floyd one? Uh, uh, underrated. If oh, if if. Um. Uh, yeah, I guess. It was going to be when you're in, but then I thought of if, like moments before, finishing the mm. Pink Floyd cut. So. Yeah. Um. Uh. I think I think Adam Hartmother is underrated. I don't think it's highly underrated. I think it's just slightly underrated. But I still still do think it's underrated. Um, yeah, it's definitely not overrated, and it's bordering appropriately rated. But um, yeah, I'd, I'd tilt towards slightly underrated. Yeah, uh, 
Well, there's a lot of comments here. Uh, let's just pick a random one. Agree with the monkey's opinion 100%. Well, that's probably not an interesting one to, <laughs> to read out. Uh, who I want to know is such an obvious choice, for fuck's sake, says James Nuttall. James Nuttall. A lot of Arctic Monkeys fans don't rate do I want. I think it's great. I think the riff's great. I don't even think it's that overplayed in comparison to Wonderwall. Like, Wonderwall's yeah. overplayed. Do I want to know is played a lot, but it's not overplayed, in my opinion. I think I think there are definitely, I think, uh, what do you call it? Why'd you only call me when you're high? I think that's more overplayed than do I want to know at this point. Because people have made such a big deal about do I want to know being overplayed that they've stopped playing it and started playing other things. Well, I, okay, I mean, to be fair, AM's probably a bit of an overplayed album. But, um, yeah. but no, I think, I think there are definitely more overplayed songs than do I want to know on uh, AM. Or just the Arctic monkeys in general. Fair enough. Um, uh, we might do a few more comments. Uh, we'll we'll pick this one. Uh, Oasis' best song, in my opinion, is "Let's All Make Believe." Uh, yeah, that that's another underrated one. Um, probably it doesn't have like the girl, not like the doesn't have the same feeling about like a lot of other songs. Like it's an acoustic song. I'm gonna describe mm-hmm. this as best as I can. It's an acoustic song. That you can tell is acoustic, like, and it's not like is strongly backed up. I think it's only one track of acoustics, so I don't think there's multiple tracks playing the same thing. Yep. Um, what album is that off? Is that off? It's the uh, standing on the shoulders. Oh, oh, no, uh, oh no, 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 it's not off the master plan. Sorry, I got a sting corrected. It's a B side on Morning Glory. Ah, uh, okay. Don't know what it's a B side to, but um, no, yeah, it's it's a li- it's like Wonderwall, yeah. In a way, it's it's got that acoustic. It's null singing though, so um, yeah. Um, but it's the same chords as Wonderwall, I think. Um, but it's yeah. just it just feels a lot uh, less heavy, or not heavy, even just feels a lot lighter. Or I'll even use the word lacking, but I, I still rate it highly as a song. Um, it's, yeah. on, it's on the playlist, so there you go. Make of that what you will. Yeah. Um... Um, okay, uh, I've got a comment. Uh, don't have to end it. Uh, just do albums of the year from 2020 to 2029. Do you think that's plausible? Uh huh. Uh. I think it's got legs. I well, think we do that. Maybe yeah, that. I guess. I guess we, that's probably fair. We, we should just make Flying South albums from next year to, or and plan it, plan the release from next year to 2029, <laughs> so we can just yeah, like yeah. Ho- wholly yeah. promote ourselves. I think at this rate, we're probably not going to make an album by 2050, so I well, might, have to, yeah, well. might have to step up on that. Yeah. Um, well. But just, actually, that that is interesting, discussing our own band. What's, oh, what's, what should our sound be? We sort of need to pick a sound. Well, I don't what know. Are, uh... I mean, you, you feel like a lot heavier, like in terms of... A little bit. A lot heavier. I'm just going to go for like the... I don't know. I don't know what the sound is. Oh. It's a weird sound, but... And Hamish is well, just the thing is, full bloody electronic wombat sound, which is not happening. I'm telling you. Yeah, no, nah. uh, that might be a bit of a uh, tough one. But yeah, we're in lockdown right now. Uh, uh, here, getting getting, getting eased hometown. tomorrow, actually. So there you go. Um, getting eased tomorrow. For who? For who? Us. What do you mean? We're getting out of it tomorrow at midnight. Really? Yeah. There you go. This is news to me. Well, there you go. Hey, wait, 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 wait. first. I mean, we're getting out of it. We're getting it, like restrictions are being eased along with Melbourne's, 
Tomorrow night. Oh, for vaccinated people. Not fucking vaccinated. You? No, I'm not yet. I need. I need. Oh, to no, it is only for vaccinated people. You're you're eligible as well. You should you should get get yeah, vaxxed booked... people. I've booked for vaccinations. Good but, boy. Uh, Good boy. Yeah. But uh, yeah, I'm not vaccinated yet, so it doesn't affect me. Mm. There might be a few little uh, restrictions, but yeah. If we can get together to fucking rehearse for a band, that would be beautiful. But uh, at this rate, it's it's looking it's looking tough because we can't go inside each other's houses. In right. case you're from Britain, and you're listening to this, uh, we're kind of fucked uh, with these sort of lockdown restrictions, so we can't do much. Anyway, getting off the political note because we're not about to start that. <laughs> no, I'm just saying where no. it's literally true though. We no, are no, we are in yeah, lockdown, well, so it is hard to rehearse. So the ba- the band's kind of kind of suffering. Um, yeah, we, it's hard to do uh, Discord calls. We, we, could, we could, could be a could be a lot worse off, to be fair. So if vaccinated can, kids, like, then you can do band rehearsals. Yeah. Um, and then okay, I've, I've got a closing comment, or I don't know if you wanted more. Um, this is the most diabolical music taste I've ever seen. Diabolical, like big word. Not, or, diabolical, not, like not not for me, just diabolical is... for my audience, I'd say. Uh... I don't know. Diabolic is in like crazy. Yeah, I know. I yeah. feel like it's not crazy. I, I, would I feel crazy. like you just. I, th- I, think it's not, I don't think it's crazy at all. I don't think it's crazy. I think it's very sensible. I'm just a sensibly tasted music yeah. consumer thing. Not really. I'm not really a consumer. I'm just average music enjoyer. Hmm, I would say you probably need to expand like your music sort of Jeez. thing though on uh, on your TikTok. I'm a t- I don't yeah, mean I'm like your your taste, but I'm like, too scared of changing yeah. my image to bloody. I'm not. I'm never going to include Metallica or a Green Day because I'm just. I hate yeah. their image, and I'm too scared. I'm yeah. going to become like a bloody punk. <laughs> nothing. Yeah, nothing, punk. nothing. Nothing wrong with punk people or like people who are about that. But I just. I. I'm not, punk, per- personally. I'm not uh, about that image. So I just. I'm happy on the side of TikTok. I'm on. I'm happy with the fans I've got at the moment. So I mean. Um, Fair. Like I'm trying to, ex- I've I've definitely expanded more in the last month than I have for the entire rest of what I've done. So I've mm-hmm. started to include more uh, versatile bands. Started to use less Oasis, which is uh, hurting the soul a bit. But being away, wow. Yeah. Um. Yeah. When's the? Uh, well, I know it's not Flag Crom 2022 anymore, but uh, when when's the? Mm. When's it coming back? When's the, when's the, oh uh, god! I was I was actually looking to make gorillas content. I feel like the fan base gorillas, of gorillas would geez. probably be. I've got a few you know, into that. I've got gorillas fans in my section. Or they they're mainly yeah. Damon Albarn stands. But um, if I if if I make gorillas videos on Jack Tongue on Jack Tongue, you have to shout me out, mate, to your gorillas fans. Yeah, right. Uh, yeah. Maybe we could collab. We could just collab with. Collab, oh yeah, collab. I got called out today on TikTok. I'm not going to mention because I'm what? not giving any more publicity. But um, it it was from. Oh, somebody, tell me, tell me it, after this though, right? No, it was yeah, it was some. No, it was we know it was our bloody drummer, Wombat <gasps> Stan, Wombat Stan, and then he's just yeah, yeah, he's absolutely dist Oasis. Um, and it's wait, he, he called out you or Oasis? He, well, he tagged me in the video because he was like, so you know that trend where there's like some. Like, uh, the I'm look, I'm watching the video now, by the yeah. way. Okay, right. So tell me, tell me what you think of it. Uh, uh, pretty funny. It's just, it looks oh, weird. Don't, don't but, like the video. Yeah. We're trying to we're trying to keep the comment to like ratio different. 
It was... I mean, why haven't you? Why haven't you tried to ratio it? I uh, just couldn't be asked, honestly. I don't think. Don't I? Don't think the wombats v Oasis is a, it's, it's, a big it's a rivalry. Horrible, it's a horrible comparison. <laughs> I mean, okay, well, what, okay. What do you think? Wait, he's you... ranked. He's ranked all thirteen Minecraft CDs. Yeah, he said one. rating, which technically isn't the right word for no. rating. No. Bad English, bad. Uh, best to worst. So he's done best to worst, which is a terrible way to rank things. Uh, he's put, he's put, uh, he's put, bloody chirp at seventh. That's a crime in itself. I, I mean, follow him. I follow him, and he. I don't get any of his videos in my for you page. That's disappointing. Yeah, that's. Oh, uh, he's rated his friends' playlists. Yeah, I'm on. Oh, I was. Yeah, he stole that bloody idea from me. <laughs> what do you think he got the idea from? <laughs> Well, yeah, it's uh, he actually went through with it. So. He said I was. Well, I I went through with it. I just didn't upload it because it was horrible. It was a horrible video. Oh, he's ranked you a four, five out of yeah, ten. I thought it was. Yes. I was very rough because I I think the people have spoken. He hasn't listened to Rock's album, so he's ranked it last. <laughs> I mean, I feel, yeah. No offense here, but I feel like it probably would have been last anyway. I feel like I haven't seen any of his videos in my four year page. Like me, me at fourth is a bit of an injustice to society, really, because yeah. the people have spoken. I've got 54 followers on that playlist, and then there's. Oh. Wow, 54. More than more, more followers than he'll ever get on any of his playlists. I've got more followers yeah. on Spotify. I've got 49 followers on Spotify. So if you're listening, tick me over to 50, and you can <laughs> you just. I'm your biggest fan. Yeah. Um, well, I think we. This has been going on for a while. This this uh, yeah, we've we've hit two hours. Podcast, so we've hit two... podcast so far. Um, we we definitely did go really in depth with those what ifs. I feel that was good though. That was that was yeah, good podcast material. Yeah, that was good. But um, we did go in depth, so that yeah, probably we, we, we pushed it up. We didn't spend that long on the gorillas rankings. <laughs> no, well, yeah. I think I feel like we tried to compensate with the the what ifs, but um, no, yeah, yeah. Anyway, yeah. uh, uh, have you got any any other news? Anything else you want to share with the podcast before we wrap it up? Uh, no, this one I feel it was a little bit of a shambles at times, uh, I but I think it was good. I reckon this was. I reckon this has been our best one so far. I think my favorite was last episode. We'll see how this goes uh, okay. post production, but uh, yeah, uh, I guess we'll finish it there. Okay. Uh, thank you everybody for listening. Uh, appreciate it as always. If you made it this far, uh, we appreciate you. Um, Next episode will be Monday, uh, we're assuming, uh, if all goes to plan. So, uh, uh, yeah. Yeah. Yep. Okay. Um, um, oh, oh, oh. Thank you for the 35 listeners and for the 22 followers uh, listening to our pod- podcast and the others on YouTube as well. Okay. Uh, thank you. Yeah. Okay. Uh, thank you, everybody, for watching. Uh, see you on Monday. Peace and love.